We're at the Brain Jerk Studios, <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm your loyal fucking host, fucking T Daddy Fat Sack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Josh. We got Mariah in the corner, and I got Blake Woodward, regional comedian. <laughs> Blake Woodward. Whoop, whoop. That regional. Na- that's a new title that was officially bestowed to me by regional comedian Dave Crumbly last night. So shout out to him for shout bequeathing out to me Dave with that. Crumbly, dude. <laughs> Dave Crumbly. What the fuck is up, dude? Oh, you know, just uh, living the dream. Uh, you know, same old song and dance. Quarantine dream, basically. Dude, <laughs> I wanted to wait to do this to meet you. Until the fucking podcast, the first podcast. Like this would be like our introduction. Yeah, and, then and now I'm we like, just now I'll be like, hey Blake, I haven't met you before, dude. What? <laughs> What's your name? What do you do, uh, bro? Well, let me give you the short and skinny from the top. No, but uh, well, at this point, T and I are old friends. Um, I invited Josh and him out to a couple of comedy shows because I am a stand-up comedian. You can find me on Facebook, Blake Woodward, uh, parentheses Shark Puncher. And um, a bunch of sharks. I do. That's a story in itself. It's not that good. I just was lying about how I broke my hand because I was embarrassed about it. <laughs> I figured the Fight Club thing was played out. It's just like the first rule is you don't talk about it. So I was like, I just punched a shark. Then people started calling me Shark Puncher, and you I know took, what? Took and ran with it. <laughs> weird, weird thing. I was at Sea World with my dad, and uh, he we we were feeding the dolphins. Yeah, and I just like. <laughs> That my dad caught me. I was fucking trying to put my thumb in the fucking blowhole of the dolphin. That's I, wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to see what it would do. Like, Dog. I wonder what the fuck do they do? You know, fuck around, you're gonna get and I got in by trouble. A dolphin. Yeah, yeah, dude. For real. I was trying to enter one of the dolphins. I think that you're gonna need to start this podcast though, because you can't just admit on air that you thumb hold a dolphin. I got <laughs> caught. That was like fucking twelve, dude. You know, you know how the twelve year old kids are like, dude, I want the. <laughs> i mean dude i mean it's on air now so fuck it's too late that's a good point it doesn't matter yeah i gotta be honest i dolphins kind of freak me out like dude actually they're very fucking smart they're it's very just any large fish i know they're not a fish but any large creature i that mean if i was water, swimming in the water just waiting and fucking ah, <laughs> that, that shit would be oh fuck dude i mean I, dude a fucking carp that's this big would make me fucking shit my pants dude yeah yeah and definitely swimming in the water when i'm not on the land like if i'm seeing it like oh man that's so beautiful if i'm in the water i'm like what is it what does it eat <laughs> uh, yeah what does it eat me does that's, it, that's not, does it like not... does it like anything that i got <laughs> I got some crackers in my pocket. I don't know why I took them in here swimming, but that's just what I was told to do. No, I I don't like swimming in any body of water that I can't see the bottom of. Like, I know that that's, like, super first world of me, but, like, I don't know. Have you guys ever heard of something called the bloop? This no. is my first of probably no. many tangents, but the bloop was something that was recorded in 1997 by two different seismographs 6,000 miles away that were originally supposed to like m- monitor the sounds of German U-boats, and it was a sound that was like such an absurd decibel level and so low in frequency, it was barisonic, we couldn't hear it as humans. Um, and there's a lot of speculation, and I'm sure that if anybody knows what I'm talking about, they're going to be like, well, they pretty much concluded that it was tectonic plate shifting, but... Uh, the jury is still officially out. They're t- debating on based on the the type of sound that it is very likely it came from an organic creature, 
And if it did come in from an organic cre- creature, the like volume and the depth of it would have had to have come from something seven times the size of a blue whale, and they just have that sound to confirm it. That freaks me the fuck out. I don't know. You can be on the Titanic, and something something that big could just swallow you up. See, see, you know what, dude? Because like the weird thing is, is like in like the quarries and shit like that, like the quarries that were dug a long time ago that's been filled already. There's like in in deep ass holes. There's some catfish that are just un un fucking believable, dude. They're just huge, like fifty. Some dude I know. Looks at Google Maps mm-hmm. and looks for the deepest spot in the in Lake Erie and shit like that in Ohio or whatever. Right. And they fucking, they ploop it and fucking get a big old, they just drop it all the way down to the fucking bottom with a big old piece of liver on it. Try to get fucking 52 pound fucking catfish No fucking shit. way. And the, you got people in the world that go noodling. Like you look like you were, last night looked yeah. like you caught catfish with your bare hands. <laughs> Dude, like my friend, other friend Tyler, not that your name's Tyler, obviously. We've established this. And not uh, that we've met, t- a, met t- before. Fat sack. Absolutely. T-Daddy Fat Sack, baby. Um, but he, we, when we lived together, he was like, we need to go noodling sometime. And I was like, sure, what's noodling? And he said that it's when you go and you stick your arm into yep. the nest of a catfish and it bites your arm and you pull it out and that's... You yeah. are the bait. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't even eat fish. What's the payoff? It doesn't really bite your whole arm. You just like it like <laughs> bites your hand and then you just grab its lip. Like, oh, is that all? Know. Yeah. Just a horrible sea monster grabbing yeah. your arm. You <laughs> Dude, I, dude, sexy bitches in fucking bikinis do it, dude. Like well, her. Like like girls her size do it. I will watch them do it then. They can yeah. catch the catfish that well, I'm not yeah. gonna eat. That's fine. But I ain't gonna do it. But I want to fucking sexy bitch do it, dude. Is that like an erotic somehow? Like in some sort of that's like a weird like subset. To me, I don't know. But I mean, like, oh my god, this this little skinny bitch just did this. I feel like there's so many euphemisms for a, like a hot chick in a bikini noodling a catfish. Like that just seems like that's packed with innuendos. <laughs> but I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, dudes do it too. I would sooner try to chase down a cheetah. I'm gonna be honest with you. Dude, I mean, you wouldn't even fucking come close. That's okay. my favorite animal, dude. You better step off. That's your favorite. I'm oh not to say that that's bad. That's probably maybe top five. Mine's a look second. at me, dude. I'm clearly fucking probably the fastest human being on earth. That's probably look true. Me, dude. That, that, that makes sense. Zero to 60 and fucking, dude, five seconds. Wow. That's pretty. You're basically a Chevrolet. On foot, dude. I'm better than a Chevy, <laughs> yeah. dude. I'm a T. Yeah. I'm a T daddy. T bird. T daddy bird. T daddy bird, baby. Mm, vroom, vroom, motherfucker. I want to talk about how fucking you did in Detroit. The Toledo rappers. Okay. Did what they did in Detroit. Listen, dude. you can. Because yeah. honestly, dude, at the fucking comedy kindergarten. Yeah. Dude, that was. <laughs> dude, you, you guys killed on talking shit that you guys got fucking killed at Detroit. Like, you know. <laughs> That's one of the first things about comedy is you, you start with yourself and move outwards. So <laughs> yeah, right. it was just, it, it, they bet, it, they threw it across the plate. We had to knock it out. But no, it was, um, for, I'm, for the three listeners who without a doubt have no idea what we're talking about. On Saturday night, uh, me and three other gentlemen from the Toledo area went out to Detroit to do a uh, city versus city regional comedy battle, Detroit versus Toledo. And of all the cities to go to to try to get the people in that city to cheer for another city. Detroit is their slogan Detroit's slogan is Detroit versus everybody. Yeah, oh yeah. We could have been like like Richard Pryor, Steve Martin and George Carlin. They still wouldn't have been cheering for us. Right. 
But um, definitely there was an intimidation factor. I'm not trying to like be conceited or like full of myself when I say this, but I was actually proud of how I did because I'm familiar enough with Detroit to where I can make some local references, and that's what they were looking for. I started out my set by saying, like, you don't intimidate me. I've used the bathroom at Harpo's. Like, yeah. nothing can get yeah. to me. And they're like, hey, I know that place. This guy's, ah, okay. So they listened to me a little bit, and I was like, I don't do as much crowd work as I should because I'm still new and getting used to the whole, like, just having a rhythm on stage. But those, that was basically the entire thing that they were looking for in that show. So I probably, we had a 10-minute set. I'd say I did probably maybe four minutes of crowd work, which is way more than usual. Normally I'll do like a minute or two in the beginning just to get into it. So it worked that time. And then for me, uh, I don't know how the other comedians on the bill felt, but for me, anytime that I don't do well, it's always an opportunity for me to improve on those things. That was something that when I used to play basketball, my dad really instilled in me. I was a, the best player on the worst team year after year, game after game. We would lose. And he would just ask me, like, what could you have done to help your team win better? Win better. He was a little more articulate than that. Win but better. Win better, gooder at the games. <laughs> um, but, uh, and yeah, they, he called them whips, works in progress, just like a little acronym. But that's kind of how I approach it because any set that you go on, you could have done something better. And so I try to isolate that and work on it and tinker with it. It's all about just, you know, going out and test running. It's like with a car. Uh, you know, you have an idea of what it's going to do when you get it on the track, but you don't really know until you hit the gas. Uh. It could break down or it could perform better than you expected. You know, it's just that's that's the exciting but also unfortunate thing about comedy is that you can't practice it by yourself. You have to practice what you do in yeah, front of Yeah, you people. have to get fucking, you gotta get booed. Exactly. Gotta, yeah. I was just watching a stand-up uh, documentary today, like a documentary about the art of stand-up comedy, and every single comedian is like, it's the only thing that Maybe not the only thing, but it is certainly something about this business that you have to accept that you're going to suck for a while before you get good. Yeah. And so I just try to accept that, do like the old embrace the suck mentality, and that that's just a part of it. No one is exempt from it, and you just have to push through. And it's hard to do if you can't accept rejection. But luckily, I have a background of fucking up monumentally year after year. Right. Like, first ballot Hall of Fame bad decision maker. Yeah. And so I've been able to practice the rejection. It's and easier the, to take the fucking the hate. Po yeah, you know, positive the or constructive yeah. criticism, whatever it may be. But, dude, like, I, I feel like the crowd where you got to get to know the crowd. You got to fuck with the place. You can't just go in there and be like, yo, here's my material. Right. Let's go. Well, because it comes off, like, way, way, way too rehearsed. And it is, obviously. You're not going up there and coming up with it off the top of your head, and I think that that's pretty much implied with anyone who's ever seen comedy. But when you go up there and you like talk about a specific sign or a specific person in the audience or something like near the building that yeah. you're you're yeah. performing at, it seems more tailored to the audience. Yeah, it's more comfortable. It's more, like, oh, yeah. okay, you know. But like, I'm almost speaking entirely out of my ass because this is almost secondhand knowledge that I've heard from more experienced comedians. Right. Just today, when watching that documentary, as I had mentioned, um, Chris Rock says something that 99% of any human who's ever lived, when they are bombing or basically talking and someone's not listening to them, whether it be getting like a speech or a eulogy or anything where you're talking in front of people, if you are not getting the response you expect, the natural instinctual reaction is to speed up. And he, Chris Rock, who is 
you know, one of the best of all time. He's like, if you want to win them back, you have to slow down, maybe even get quiet because the whole point is getting them to notice you. And I wrote that down because I am fully susceptible to that. That's, like, Yeah, I can see that. I never heard that, though. That's a good point. I mean, I'm definitely not going to question Chris Rock's advice, uh, you know. You know, I'm fucking... I sold out the moose, so... Well, okay. That's, <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, you better, you're talking to a fucking star. That's right true. Here, I think I saw your dude. star on the Walk of Fame in Hollywood. <laughs> there it is. It's right here. I got, <laughs> I got the star tattooed on my head. It's it's there forever. <laughs> Speaking of, Jeremy's watching. Tell him to get over here. Oh, dude, Jeremy, you need... Who's Jeremy? I, I need you to come here, dude. I got to show you something. Who is Jeremy? Because I can... I'll, I'll tell him to come over here. Tell him, ter- Jeremy Watson. Yo, Jeremy Watson, get get over here. Is he a good guy? Is yeah, he cool? he's a good guy. Yeah, he's cool. he's your, totally not get cool. Get your good guy dude. ass over here. He's so... He's so lame, dude. <laughs> if he don't show, he's lame. That's... Yeah. If you don't show, you're as square as Mariah's jaw. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Dude, it's defined. It's defined. He's grilling right now. Grilling and chilling. He's yep. grilling. He's grilling. That's well, that like that's gonna make us not want bring some shit over, bro. No, I want a burger, uh, pepper jack cheese, you know, lettuce and tomato. Thank you. Dude. I want a rack. No mayo. Well, I want a leg of Jeremy lamb. Jeremy says needs some face tats. Speaking of, we got something to t- show you. Speaking of something, since the last sh- time you were here on on camera. On cam. So, yeah. speaking of, well, just face tat, because that just reminded me, because I referred to you to Dave today as, you know, do you want to come over and record a podcast with Josh and face tats? Yes. <laughs> I love but that. That's you guys, funny. You guys didn't, like, you know, take him out and deliverance him last night or anything, did you? We, uh, I, he, he, because when I he, asked he him, lost he just started his, shivering and threw he, up. And he nothing. lost his butthole virginity. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but it's I'm not, not gonna tell you who took it. I, well, it was dark. Yeah, there was it words was, said. Was it might have been both. There of was us. there was liquid spurted everywhere. <laughs> it was just weird, dude. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I'm telling you, he's he's not a virgin no more. I don't. Like he's a man. You saying liquid, not just liquid, but liquids splurted liquid. everywhere. There was like, multiple. So vague. There was multiple and liquids. Splurted. Dude, that implies know. some force, like ketchup bottle being squeezed too hard. It so. splurted out. You could you could say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do I hear the the kids bantering out there? They do. Oh. Yeah, we should be. Go ahead, close that window for a minute. We don't want to expose them to too much tea. <laughs> you guys welcome the fucking kids to the podcast. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? I'm running from my dog. Yeah, the dog got out earlier. And the really, little, the little boy he's like four or five. Was so scared, running down the down the street, and his this mom's going, "Don't run! Don't run!" Dog, this kid was booking. I, I was up here. <laughs> and the food was here, so I was looking out there. I was like, okay. You know, and I look down there, and all I see is a white dog. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> and I kept looking down there. Josh comes running out there. This kid fucking... <laughs> Dude just fucking flew down the fucking thing. He was scared shitless. Well, I got to be honest, man. As, like, a little kid, because I... A little bit of context. When I was four years old, we moved from, like, Indiana up to Michigan to Palmyra, Michigan, right outside of Blissfield. I don't know if you know where that is, but 
Um, I've heard of Blissfield. Okay, so it's a little tiny town outside of Blissfield. It lives with my grandparents. Across the street, there was a dog. It was a Dalmatian. And as a child, you know, you see 101 Dalmatians, you assume they're going to be awesome, but they're not. And this one had, like, an extra thing wrong with it. It had, like, a brain parasite. So, uh, you know, it, it, it. we had chickens at one point. They killed 14 of our chickens. It killed two of our cats. It bit my sister and I each at least once. I got bit twice. And so after that, dogs, I just felt like I was so, like, betrayed. You know, it's practically like getting attacked by Lassie at that point because it's like 101 Dalmatians. You're just like, oh, Disney, and then just he's not. And then they had to put him down because he was too literally too, like, retarded as a dog. Every And so that being said, <laughs> if a dog that I don't know, especially one that looks like it came out of a mystical forest, was chasing after me, I might run too as yeah. a child. She fucking send you she's come gorgeous, out of a mystical forest. Yeah, know, I mean, she came out of like a like a special ed classroom. I realize now, but like that, she, she came looks, out of hell, dude. She looks like she came straight out of like High Rule. Like she looks like something that you'd call with an ocarina. She's all white. Are you serious? Dude. Not that that's better than anything else, obviously. Oh, <laughs> just, dude, okay, you know. I said not. <laughs> dude, she she was she was elegant looking. She looked like she could be like an elf's pet, like yeah, the high elf's pet. Like she could be sitting at like, you know, Gandalf's side as he's walking into the shire. No, dude, not Gandalf, dude. Why do you? Why every single like. Analogy I'm making, you're like, wrong. No, no. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> dude, this is my fucking show, dude. So. So what do you Welcome to my fucking show. I'll drink Gandalf the tea. Would, Gandalf would have, like, dude, he has that nice that horse that he calls and that, like, runs from God knows where. Yeah, but <laughs> when he's chilling in his Gandalf study, he's not, he's not going to call a horse to pet. He's oh, going to call his dog. You're right. No, I'd pet a horse. It wouldn't be dude. Freya, fuck horses. I don't trust horses. Horses have a personality that if they see through you, they will bite you. That's not a fair thing because That's I was three when I first got bit by a horse. How could it possibly have known? Well, it knew you were. You weren't shit, a bitch. bro. You I was just shit. scared of it. <laughs> Look at this baby. He ain't shit. <laughs> he ain't <laughs> to be shit. fair, it was like eating oats out of my hand, and then it ran out and bit. But it bit the side of my hand, so it was like it was mad at me, dude. Ever since then. And it's like, okay, see, I get dogs like me, cats like me. Just because a horse bit me, I'm a piece of shit. That makes me fucking hate horses even more. Well, dude, listen, you know what? <laughs> That's on you. <laughs> when, uh, That's on me. Yeah. I used to go to Calder's. I used to go to Calder's when I was a kid. And the reason why I'm terrified of horses is I was fucking with them, throwing shit at them. <coughs> and it broke the fucking board. <coughs> and, like, it kicked because it kicked at me, dude, and the board, it would have... Dude, he would have split my head in half, dude. It was the most terrible thing in the whole wide world, and I'll never. I don't even. I don't even want to go on a horseback ride ever, dude. So it's tedious piece of shit too. Horses are awesome, dude. Dude, shut the I don't... fuck up, dude. <laughs> so donkeys are pretty dope. Donkeys are cool. I fuck with a donkey dope. before a horse because I feel like if a horse got mad at me, there's nothing I can do. Dude, but a donkey, donkey, it's like fuck you, donkey. No, donkeys are actually they're, they're the. Uh, that doesn't stand on its own. It looks like it should, but it doesn't. They're the guard dog of uh, the, the. That's why they have them on the farm. They'll they'll kill raccoons, everything. What, really? Yeah. Donkeys. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, me and Josh used to fucking go, uh, go fuck with the donkeys one time down at the end of the street. Was it the end of the end of Swartz? There was like a little petting zoo. Mm-hmm. We'd go down there and pet the fucking animals and give them our leftover like. 
festivals and shit like that. Okay, that's cool. It was that's the cool. best time ever, dude. Like we'd do it all the time. It was it was great. The emu. one one time. Okay, we, no, I don't fuck with large birds. <laughs> no, but one time we went down there and we had a whole bunch of food and this fucking donkey come out first. Like it was super dark, like three in the morning, <laughs> and this donkey comes out first. And we're like, oh, what's up, dude? We give him a carrot and shit like that. <laughs> he leaves, comes back with his baby and his fucking wife. His brand new baby. And me like and Josh, three, you know, we're tripping. Old. I was like, dude, he fucking thinks we're dope, dude. He thinks he's like, look at my kid, bro. That's we patted his fucking little baby. Dude, that baby just came out of a vagina, Aww. dude. Yep. But that... You made it a little gross by being so explicit with it, but I, yeah, that is cute. I don't, that's, this is, that's not, that's a better, <laughs> like, baby animal story, but I do have one that's kind of like, you know, you the kind of moment where you totally turn into, like, an absolutely flamboyant homosexual man. Like, I was uh, coming home, I worked at this place called Hylex, and I was getting a ride home with this dude. And uh, we were taking back roads because my mom, I was living with her at the time, she lived in the country. And there's a mama deer, and again, like fresh out baby deer, like hours maybe. It's our like. legs were still wobbly, <laughs> and so we're driving. We see it. We get we slow down because they were like in the middle of the road, and um, we slow down and we honk. And the mama deer moves over because she's been around the block. You know, she knows what's yeah. up. She's seen these big horrible metal uh, monsters, but this baby deer just looks at us. And it just, like, turns around, and it's still shaking and just looking at us like, what's going on? So we honk again, and it frightens it. So, But as opposed to running away, it just curls up into a little ball on the ground, and we're like, what Little, little Bambi, what a dickhead, bro. Well, we it's not like we ran it over sure afterward. We loved it. You we, just... no, well, I, we sat there for a while, and we would try to get some pictures of it, but, like, we would just, at the time, phones couldn't capture pictures that good at night from that distance. So by the time we decided to try to get out and talk to it, not, you know, talk to it, <laughs> talk like to interact it. No, with right. it and You're stuff. To it. Hello, little, little, little baby, little, little baby. baby. What are you doing? But um, by that time, its mom had gotten it up. and But it was like, I lived off that joy for like two weeks. I was Dude, just, every time I got sad, I just thought weird? about that little baby deer. It was so beautiful. <laughs> isn't it weird that like, all right, we're we're the only animal that like takes a long time to mobilize. Right, dude. I, me and the, my little sister were at a call just a couple of weeks ago, and we fucking watched a cow fall out of the ass of this other cow. This motherfucker was standing. We went around the calders, came back around. That motherfucker's trying to walk already. I'm like, dude, no wonder fucking dude, humans suck. Like if we just got. Born out in the wild, we'd be dead in, in minutes. That's <laughs> really frustrating even. having, like, a human baby at home that's mine that I have to take care of. Because did you know that kangaroo joeys, that they come out of the belly and that, like, if within, oh, like, <laughs> five minutes or something, if they don't, as soon as they're born, get up and get into the pocket, to the little pouch, the kangaroo mom is just like, all right, peace. You, you didn't figure it out in time, so I don't have a baby anymore. Like dude, you just, are you fucking stupid, Junior? You're Come three on, three minutes dude. old. Get in here, or I'm leaving. There's dingoes right there, so I got shit. Your to choice, do. dude. I don't want them chasing me. So I mean, I was only pregnant for two months. I could do this again by yeah. October. You're not that special. Daryl over there is looking pretty good. I'm trying to get him to fuck me, dude. <laughs> trying to get a little kangaroo jack, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Daryl, right. Daryl's packing some fucking heat. So that being said, if you had had to get in a fist fight with any animal, 
that could realistically, like, some semblance of, like, you know, an elephant. It's not going to, like, you know, actually throw hands. But if uh, you. For the story or, like, thinking I'm going to beat it? I would say, like, you're as close to. Because right now I get beat up by a 12 year old. <laughs> Do you think that, like, all right, let's say a two year old kangaroo, you think you could take it out? Oh, fuck, I'll fucking kick it. Yeah, but I, I mean, I wouldn't, but yeah. Have I you seen some, like, adult-ass kangaroos, though? A two-year-old, though? I don't know. I don't know what the growth Kangaroos are about is. as big as you. No, I, I don't know how big a two-year-old would be, though. I was going to say, I don't know what the maturation cycle is. Adriana. So it's like a teenager kangaroo? Yeah, teenager. It, that full, might like, fuck me up. I was going to say, because it's got something to prove. Up. Yeah. And it sees you, like and it's just like, I'm... a 16-year-old. It's like, look no, at this fucking strong one. Look so at he's... this fucking dude with face tattoos. Who the fuck does he think he what is, the, dude? Look at this motherfucker coming on this safari thinking what he can fuck? talk you, shit. Dude, you run this motherfucker's face, dude. <laughs> the fuck out of here. This prison bitch doodle pad. <laughs> this fucking, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this, dude? And he's just getting amped. He's just jumping around. I don't know, he's but like, for the, tail. for the story, though, I would want to, like, fight a silverback gorilla. Yeah, but they're... Because I, I want yeah. I want somebody to be there and just take a picture of me and him that running at each other. Ah, All right, then, but I mean, of course, I'm going to get my head eaten off. No. Do you think it'd be more difficult to fight a silverback gorilla or 15 emperor penguins all at once? <laughs> those, they're, they're like three and a half feet tall and they got talons. They they're do. pretty big, but I'd fuck the shit out of those. But you got to imagine they're like one of those things that like never like you punch them and they're just like right I, back up at you. I don't know if I've ever seen a penguin fight. I don't Dude, think so either. I would literally just go on like sing, 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 and just knock them all. Uh, uh, gorilla says, or them? The kangaroo but fifteen, would fuck man. You up. The king. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Fuck who's he you. to say? He's not even here. He's grilling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep grilling, dude. Bring me some corn, by the way. Uh, <laughs> what is dude. that? Uh, this on your left cheek, next to the well, I guess next to the skull. Doesn't tell help. me what it looks like. Uh, kind <laughs> of looks a little, little bit. Chick. There's, there's one. That one kind of looks more like a like trident. A trident. Yeah. This one looks like a trident. This one looks like a. Like a signature? Yeah, is that what okay. it is? No, it's a rune of illusion. For Odin's rune of illusion. Okay. And this is protection in the battle. It's protection from witchcraft, but pagans are witches. It's like most pagans, you know what I'm saying? Well, so it's like modern pagans, I guess. Protection from. I thought we weren't witchcraft. getting into religion because you open up that can of worms, boy. Dude, shut the <laughs> shot. We can talk about it in general. Yeah, I know. We can, I mean, paganism is, is gone, so we can talk about that. It's, it, that's a history. Is it, though? I definitely knew, well, not real pagans, I'm but pa- you all I'm, knew that I got more girl in than... middle school who said she was a pagan, and she was, like, listening to My Chemical Romance. <laughs> dude, I was that, yeah. that girl. You were that girl? I was, was that, that chick, girl. Dude. And I was a young boy. <laughs> Fuck, dude! I forgot to bring my guitar. I really was going to bring my dude, guitar. Well, dude, we got one over there, but it's you're fucking scared. That's all we, I gotta say. I just dude. left in too much of a tizzy. Dude, I told Josh to fucking let's start fucking getting people into the getting guests into the podcast, and he got a whole list of them. <laughs> like for real, there's like. All week, we five episodes. Like, uh, was that from that thing that you posted earlier today? Like, who wants to be on the podcast? Yeah, we, but we grinded. We grinded really hard to get to get the podcast going. Like, dude, we, for two fucking weeks. I got it. Now you that guys, it's like, holy yeah. shit, dude! Now we're just gonna take 
how hard we grinded because we were up all day and shit like that. Like, this motherfucker stayed up probably like fucking five days out of the whole time we started this shit. Well, and like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, he went, what? Well, I was going to say, just as a slight divergent, I really commend you guys because I came over to his to here like a couple weeks ago and he's like, you know what we're it, doing? It was nothing. And he's like, I'm like, nah, he's like, brain jerk, blah, blah, blah. I kind of laid it out and I was like, all right, well, this is cool, but. I didn't expect it to come together so quick, you know. Dude, our boy, our boy said the same thing. He yeah. came in here. He was like, "Dude, if you treat it like a business, it'll be a business." And when I used to um like grind real hard in music, I used to have this motivational uh m- like video that I watched almost every day before work cuz I was when I was in a full-time band, I was also working a full-time factory job, so it was like 8 hours in the morning and afternoon and then like 10-hour band practice, so right. I was it was, I lived and breathed what I did and I needed the constant motivation. And there's a old proverb where it talks about essentially, if you want success more than you want to breathe, then you will be successful. Cause you yeah. talk about these really successful people like, you know, Beyonce, Diddy, and they will literally forget to eat. They will forget to sleep because yeah. they're oh, getting yeah. so caught up in your craft. And you guys saying the other day that this is all you guys can think about. You're staying up till 5 a.m. sleeping in your, you know. We, the first the time room. either of us ate was right before you got here. Yeah, I, I ate right before I left. That was because I was. Dude, I've, you know, I've, I've spent more time at his house than I have at my house. I, that's I, cool, though. I go home and sleep. That's it. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, like I said, that's what it takes, you know. Like, I. Not that I regret being, like, a family man now, but I wish that I had gotten my start on comedy earlier. Because I did the music thing before when I was a single man. And anything entertainment, like... You're a good singer, though. You're thank you. are a good singer. It's, I'm... First of all, I've gotten better in recent years. I'm not, like, I... You know, I've been playing music and stuff all my life. But uh, in terms of communicating the ideas that I want to, I'm good at singing, but I'm not good at being a sing like an original singer. Making, making it like I'm. Like I can your own lyrics. Well, lyrics are not even the issue. It's the melody, putting the lyrics, like the poetry, to music and creating your own voice and instrument oh, with mixing it. Well, not no 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 like it. I can write poems all day, but if you have like a beat and like you know music and I'm supposed to like write a song melody with different runs and ups and downs to make it like another instrument. Okay. I'm not very good at that. Mine is very like monotone like bands that I've been in. Even if I wasn't the singer, I would contribute lyrics, but I very rarely wrote the actual like vocal parts because it's just not my forte. Now on guitar, I can improv things all day. Like me and my, my buddy Tyler, when we lived together, something that we would do is just go outside of Walmart and for three hours, we would just I would just make up guitar, and he is a genius. And Tyler, if you're listening, you need to come on this podcast and give an, a, an example and get your voice out there because not only is it super good quality, but he can make, like, beautiful melodies for 20 minutes at a time. So we would just sit, do, like, 15-minute sessions, 20-minute sessions for three hours outside of Walmart and make 200 bucks just sitting there with our guitar open. So, yeah, I've tried the music thing. I wish I'd have started the comedy thing earlier, though, because I to take it all back to what you guys are doing here, it's difficult to like commit commit as much time as I'd want to. I have to like balance, you know, the family and the professional, or I guess passion for the it hopefully being a professional thing someday. And so, but I mean, it's not impossible. It's just I have to finesse it a lot more and be a lot more smart. As I mean, not can't be a bull in the china shop. I have to kind of tiptoe around and pick my spots. That's why I brought this to me. You what? I don't have time, so I brought it to me. Yeah, what? and that's that. Wait, what? 
And that kind of leads me to, like, I'd like to start creating my own content of some sort, like record things at home because you have more control over that. I could have been doing, if I had already been doing that, I could have been using that time during quarantine to do that. Um, do but, it you know, now. Do it now, dude. Yeah, I don't just, I just don't have any solid concrete ideas yet. I feel like I want to collaborate with people because I'm, I'm good at bouncing ideas. Hello. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm, <laughs> What's up, buddy? I was just... <laughs> Welcome to the Brain Jerk. Uh, this is the Pillar well, Podcast, Pillar Talk Podcast. Welcome. Uh, this is uh, Blake Woodward. Uh, nice to meet you, apparently. Right, yeah. You just got here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I didn't just want to drop that in the middle of you study woods witchcraft you want to roast you want to roast mariah for a minute sure what does she look like she looks like um <laughs> she, looks she looked like, like she was too old to get a role in cuties <laughs> so that was dark on so many levels that's why i said didn't want to say it that was good you do okay. work in a strip club right but Man, I they don't even know her, her well look at her fucking hair, dude. They're like, oh, dude, she's clearly not fucking. Is able she to roastable to where it's like? Because I'm used to roast roasting comedians. How about that? Roast T-Rup. Roast be, me, dude. Roast T-Rup. Roast me. Don't don't make her roast cry. T-Rup. I know. Don't you, make her cry on our podcast, dude. Give him your Sorry. best three roasts. Well, I've already said one is that you know prison bitch doodle pad, which Boom. isn't gay. Um, let's see, Aryan Nation, Barty the Dinosaur. <laughs> That's almost kind of a compliment, but an insult at the same time. Here you go. I, I don't know. I didn't come prepared. I don't look like an Aryan, dude. I look like... Dude. Yeah, you're right. I, I've been to rehab six times. I know what a fresh out... <laughs> I know what well, I'm talking about. I guess, fucking, I guess that's a fucking... Like, you look like, you know, if you turn your head, I'm definitely going to see a swastika. And if I don't, yeah. I'm like, that's good. All right, yeah, no swastika. You said that the first time you met me, you're like, I want to. If you tilted <laughs> your head, dude, you'd probably have a swastika, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I'm just that cool, dude. I'm the coolest. I'm the coolest kitten. You <laughs> coolest kitten in the litter, dude. Yeah, mark that. You know, there was this one co- uh, cat that we had that was like an outside cat, and her name was Mama E. She had one eye missing because she had cat cancer. You'd be like one of her kittens. She got the gout. Yeah, dude, hood kitty, hood kitty, hell yeah, yeah, man. Those scars on their face and shit like that. I got such a soft spot for any cat. Kitties, I'm a kitty. I'm a kitty fanatic. Me too. We can can match on that. I so many levels. Oh hell yeah! I want you. Got to meet my cat George. He's not my cat. He's my mom's cat. He's like the family cat, but he's King George. He's like 24 pounds. He's a huge fuzzy gray cat. And he's got one limp ear because he got an infection, so it's just like hanging. It's oh, so dude. cute. I like I like little deformities. Yeah, little, little I do too. Except give I him, give him some character. I do not like hairless cats, and I, I know that I, I'm like I'll f- I'll fuck with one, but I don't want it in my house. I also don't like Siamese cats because I love I Siamese. Love Siamese Take cats. that fucking yeah. back! Dude. I will not. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, all right, listen. Siamese cats are so spunky, dude. That's the problem is they're too goddamn spunky. I was three years old, and we got babysat by this one family, like this neighbor, and they had a Siamese cat that they had to put up a baby gate for because it would attack me specifically, and they would climb the baby gate and get out and try to— You play with that fucking cat, dude. You you man the fuck up. Look at you. I was three. It was the size of a a Bengal tiger at that point for me. 
Love it. And man the fuck up when 26 years ago I made Learn how to weather the storm, bro. You got to be a man sometime. I'm, listen, I am still Jeez, a cat dude. lover. I, I'll let a cat fucking kill me, Not dude. to mention the Siamese cats and Lady in the Tramp. You remember them? We are Siamese. The racist-ass scene that apparently yeah. everyone was okay with. Yeah. They but, were dicks, too. But that's... That don't matter. They're they're really cute. They're really playful. I'm annoying too, dude. So annoying cat. That's I, I that's me. I need that. <laughs> no. Need that like camaraderie. Well Josh's fucking pets don't even fucking fuck with him, dude. One ran away today, they all run away. Every single one of them Ooh. get the fuck out. Well Freya Sinju's Freya. gone. Oh. Freya's the neighbor's cat now. No fucking No Don't say basically, that basically uh my across the street neighbors, two of the houses have food outside for Freya, and and Freya goes in their porch and sleeps on their, on their couch. That's betrayal. I, uh, I see Freya like maybe two day, two days out of the week nowadays. You don't sad. have a cat no more. That's an so estranged. Oh, that's that sucks. I feel I'm sorry. <laughs> I would be. So, I'd burn down that house. Fuck those people. No. Yes. They're nice. I was over here. Yes, I was over here taking notes. And uh, was looking out there, and dude's a nice guy. Well, uh, okay, that just makes I I have a hard sep- it, I have like separation it, anxiety with cats. I've never nice? lost one in a positive way, like either got ripped apart by a dog, got eaten by a raccoon. One I had to give away because I couldn't. It got attacked by a dog, and we couldn't afford at the time. I couldn't afford to like get it all fixed up the way that it wanted, so I just had to do- donate it to the Salvation Army. Not, not Salvation Army. You're a piece of <laughs> shit, Jesus bro. Christ, you what kind of shit are we talking about here? I know for here. a fact they didn't take care of that kitty, dude. What the <laughs> fuck? No, no, no. You're not allowed here no more. Humane society. They got humane right in their well, name. I mean, I that's shitty too, bro. Because the humane society go in there like a Snapchat video. In the eyes Every one of them sad. Like, well, that do? one in particular, it was in... <coughs> In Celine, and it had a really good like rating. Like it was a non-kill shelter, and all this and all. Oh that. yeah, dude. Yeah. I, okay. What was the alternative? I rob a bank so that I can get this cat the surgery it needs, or just let it die. Oh, surgery. Yeah, dude. It got like torn apart you by a cat, what? and we already dropped like three hundred dollars just to get it like stitched up. And you're talking, I, you don't even know the context, motherfucker. I, it was a really bad time in my life, all right? <laughs> and giving that cat away broke me. And what made it worse is as I was signing the papers and giving it away, a family came in with hope in their eye, and one of the workers from the Humane Society came out and reunited them with their cat that oh, they thought they never dude. see for... And, dude, this is... I'm getting going to get a little dark here, but this is right around the time my dad passed away. And then my grandma passed away and my cousin killed himself all in the same week. This cat was like my last bastion of like comfort. Way to make me look like a dickhead. Yeah. And I had to give it away because I couldn't afford it because I was out of work. Because I was, you know, taking care of my mom and helping funeral arrangements and all that. And then I was like, I have to give away this cat. And meanwhile, these other families like, Snuffles, we love you. Never leave oh. our side again. And I'm just like, ah, okay. You know what, dude? You know what sucks? His name was Phelps, and I still love him. That's why I got toxic tattoo on my chin, everybody. That's, I'm a piece I of I was trying shit. not to kip, to put all those details in there, but you dragged it out of me, you, you monster. You know what, dude? I just, Dr. Phil I was over just here. Tra- tra- God damn. You're... That was still. You're an asshole for giving that cat up to you the Salvation Army. You could have gave her a piece of bologna and she would have liked it, she man. She just had the kitty sniffles and you Fuck, kicked her to the man. curb. 
You're just an Jeez. asshole to I didn't that. know I could do an okay Dr. Phil, but apparently little, I can't. Little Timmy had fucking cancer, and then fucking <laughs> he wanted the cat, so I was like... Oh, it's wait, not like he peed I on can't. the carpet, and I'm like, fuck this cat. I did everything <laughs> I could to keep it alive. Oh, this cat <laughs> shits, bro? Get this he was smoking thing. cigarette butts out of the ashtray. <laughs> this cat was a fucking baller, dude. There was one time... First of all, we called him Phelps, because whenever you pet him, he would, like, like he was paddling, so it was like you know, Michael Phelps is what we named him that, <laughs> and he was the most cuddly cat ever. And one time we had a bunch of like pretentious douchebag friends over, and I hope they don't remember the story because if they do, they the one time this happened, so they will be like, "Oh, were we the pretentious douchebag oh. friends?" But yeah, and uh, we left the door open. He was an inside-outside cat, and all these people were like Ann Arbor vegan, like nothing should kill anything. Like let's bring it back to the Garden of Eden. And he comes, he jumps through the window, and everyone's like, Phelps, yay! And they get right down near him, and he has a still-alive, half-eaten mouse in his mouth and just continues to eat it. And all these people are like, stop him, please! And I'm just laughing maniacally in the corner because I'm all about animals killing animals, so. That's pretty fun to watch. It was fantastic. You're shitty. Okay, so we're back down to talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just going back and forth. Who's the shittiest? Dude, I didn't give him the mouse. It's not like I dangled it in front of him. No, was, I know. know circle actually, of life. Actually, I get a lot of... My dog destroys fucking... If you're a woodchuck or a possum, please don't come to my yard. Because oh. I don't like seeing that. Because I'm not a fan of killing animals, but my dog, he just grabs it and shakes his head a few times, and it looks like a toy. And it's dead. It's just dead. I'm, and he just he just strives to fucking do it, and, and it really hurts my feelings when it happens. Do you know, well, I don't know about dogs, but why cats will bring you dead animals? Oh, yeah. They, they do it do because... We're fucking lazy fucks, yeah. and we, we wouldn't be able to do it anyway. Well, they're dude. like, they obviously don't know how to hunt, so let me show them how. Yeah, here, Which dude. I love that logic, because like, it, they don't show you how, they just show you the product. It's, it's cool like this there. It's cool. This fucking peasant fucking feeds me and lets me sleep You're in his right. house, but he, dude, he doesn't here, know dude, what he's you doing. You fucking piece What's of shit. What's it mean when they don't bring you animals? It means, fuck you, dude. She's, dude, Freya's just bringing the animals over there, bro. Yeah. She's going to start bringing your other cats over there. No. Not dead, but she's going to be like, yo, there's no, not Olive, Olive. Ouija, Ouija hates Freya, too. Her and yeah, she, they don't, like each, they don't like each other. That's, well. They fight. That's sad. <clears throat> I don't like when cats don't get along. I well, had, dude, then fucking Sinju fucking, every time she sees, or she sees any cat, her head is around its, or her mouth is around its head. That's not a good look for a dog <laughs> and a like, cat. <laughs> <laughs> like okay dude like just what the fuck just eat the cat hole, you no, she asshole don't like, she's like, <laughs> she don't like bite she's just like ah uh-huh. and the cat's like dude what the fuck dude <laughs> i'm walking in come on like why would you do that dude <laughs> that's awesome I don't understand if she was like nibbling on your tail, but bitch, don't bite this fucking cat's head, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> sad. Then the cat comes out and it's like, looks <laughs> <laughs> <Where laughs> all fucking beat up, like it's all its hair messed up. Come on, dude. That's I got. I wish that like we could hear animals' thoughts, and if they had thoughts that we could interpret the same way that we interpret you know, other humans' thoughts, because I just love to see the dialogue between a dumbass dog and just, like, a not-about-it cat. 
It's like, dude, don't fucking come near me. Dude, okay. that's I, Olive. Dude, that's just too I, no, funny to me. I love it. Because Olive's like, <laughs> and it's like the dogs are like just so clueless of the, that the cat is like about to fuck it up. Oh yeah. My grandma had a cat named Dallas, which is a badass name in itself. But it was it had two different color eyes. It was missing half of its tail. And this dog trooper that I'd mentioned earlier before we started recording, that asshole Dalmatian dog, oh, yeah. it would not, like, it would try to fuck with Dallas. This this dog was a sociopath. It would kill anything. But Dallas would beat the fuck out of trooper, which I was like, hell yeah. See, yeah, they, I don't know why fucking dogs are so scared of cats. It Cat, just, it depends. Cats fuck them up, though. You'll see, you'll oh. see a dog with a. No, th- we're good. We're good. A whole entire yeah, fucking. I didn't pull the Josh. <laughs> dude, because a cat can Whoop. get you good, dude. Yeah. We had to get rid of a cat because it scratched my eyeball. <laughs> okay. Yep. I don't know how we got Did rid you, of it. Was yep. that your fault a little? Oh, Were yeah. you fucking with it? 100%. Wow. And 100%. I'm the dick because I got rid of the Fuck cat because it was dude, sick. This is my you show. This is cat. my fucking show. Do you want to? Do you, do you know who dude. else said that when he was what? in front of a microphone? Hitler. Uh. Well, yeah, this is my show. This is my show. That's what he would say. <laughs> oh, Do you don't know that? Did you not watch History Channel? Don't you know fucking German? Yeah, he would this, say it in English though for some reason because I can't do German. This is my podcast, so no, it's not even mine. This is my dad's podcast. <laughs> do you know who my dad is? Will you be my dad? My uh, dude, I don't know if I'm ready for more kids. Dude. Can you you can take care of yourself? I don't got to change your ass or anything, so no, I think that's all right. I mean, not like all kid. All the he's got. He's gonna have to come live with you though. <sighs> That'll be all right. I've got a basement. I have a couch down there. I'm good in the basements. Cool. I have night terrors. He can't. He can't sleep. <laughs> Is that like the whole reason why you got me? If this was just a whole ploy, because T-, T needs a place to stay. Yeah. Well, He's like, actually, could you? Could I just crash at your place? We we're, we're spent we spent <laughs> all, we spent all this money on this podcast studio. Uh, can T, you know, <laughs> like you could have spent it on like a deposit, but you decided to go the <laughs> yeah, roundabout yeah. way. No, we no, we really want to fucking do a podcast studio, dude. But can I? You got room? Just live with me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I could use an assistant teacher at my new homeschool job that I'm also oh, help with. Dude, I don't know about that. It's that's rent right there. I can teach them how to be a SoundCloud rapper. Well, that's probably more valuable. So Alex might be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, he wants to be a uh, a streamer, like a gaming streamer. Tell him to Boom. hit us up, bro. He'll be a Ranger game team. Dude, Are you guys gonna do that? Yeah. For yeah. real? Because, yeah. I mean, he would for sure. Yeah. He's got to get ungrounded from video games first, though, so that'll be... Ooh, you guys dude. have some time well, to I get mean, it off the ground. If <laughs> if he's going to be on the team, he's got to do good in school and shit like that. Anyway, ah, so. That's a good incentive, actually. That could yeah. be the old, you know, double... That's what I'm at with my, my buddy's little brother. He, he adopted his little brother, yep. and I was like, dude, you want to be a content creator? You fucking focus on football and focus on your school, bro. Cause you're, they're the next. There's two. Of them they're the right next there. wave of people. Yeah, that's. I always <clears throat> try to ask Alex, like, what's the next? You thing. know, what's the next TikTok? What's the? Because yep. I told him about, like, he asked me about MySpace days. Like, it was. It's so weird to think about how I thought of my parents and their childhood, and how that seems like ancient history. And now my childhood is ancient history to him. Talking about MySpace, it's like he was talking about like. What's an AOL? He, dude. <laughs> 
I, like he was like, "What's the deal with the top friends? Like, what was that about?" And I was yeah. like, "Dude, you Dude. have no idea the drama that would have cause." You ever, have you ever got somebody's top ten? Me? Yeah. Fuck God. Yeah. Dude, Dude I, I was in a band in people, high school. People like me, you know. Dude. People singular. One people. Person likes me. <laughs> you? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean. I probably, I feel like, dude, did, if I'm remembering it correctly, didn't people like exchange top positions? It's like, I'll put you in my top eight if you put me in yours. Like it was a status thing. It's like a follow for follow. I, yeah. Like I remember picture comment, PC for PC, picture comment for picture comment. Basically, if I didn't like you, you knew it because of your top 10, you know? You, yeah. I, I hang out with eight people. <laughs> I got to MySpace late. Like I, by the time then, I yeah. got. <laughs> By the time I got to MySpace, everybody was already moving to Facebook. Like, I'm very out of touch with what's, like, the upcoming thing. That's why I'm asking Alex, because it's like... Well, you're not going to be no good comedian if you don't know how to get the fuck out there. I didn't know none of this shit. Well, I'm a digital comedian. <laughs> T-Rup, digital comedian. He made me. He's he's abusive. He's a shitty boss. He's I like, don't get paid. He's like Joe Jackson. I don't get paid. I spend he a lot of money. Beats the talent in <laughs> yeah. you. I spend a ton of money. Sing, I'm here all the fucking time, dude. I did, dude. It's he fucking tells me what to do. Crack that whip. Well, hey, wow. T. Rupp, while you're sitting there, make a post saying you're happy that Blake's gonna be here, uh, dude. Did you? Yeah, he did. Yes. Hey, dude. Shut, shut, dude. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. Sympathy for me, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. sitting here getting beat up by something. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, my... Oh, you did mention me, huh? You did, you did say something about yourself yeah. and all that. I do recall. Yeah. yeah. Fuck well, you. as soon as you said my name, I went blank. I just like, oh, yeah. Blake. Blake. Mm. Blake. That guy is just wonderful. Regional comedian Blake. Regional, Regional comedian. comedian. That's real. I mean, you didn't make nobody in Detroit laugh last time. Fuck but you. I did too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> team, that table of slightly overweight white bitches was. La I called them the category section because of Pornhub. They thought they could get some. I could. Like this fucking creepy white dude. Hey, I made it hit. very clear that I'm a committed man. I was like, I, for real, because this one chick was like, I take care of, I take care of my my baby's babies. Well, I make jokes about having kids and being in a relationship. Not positive, obviously. You've heard my set. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, it's like it's very dark and stuff, but it's like very clear. And that's the thing that, like, I actually try to make. If we're gonna flip it to serious mode for just a second, that is something about me that not only I think is imperative for a comedian but also keeps me accountable because me being a sober comedian, that's not. You're lame. <laughs> well, <thank laughs> I was going to say unique, but. Oh, yeah, unique. Yeah, yeah like, you're unique. But it always surprises people when, like, I don't accept, like, beer tickets or whatever, or I say right. to give them away because it's out of the ordinary. And because of that, and because in the entertainment industry, it's so, like, the drug, sex, and rock and roll lifestyle I don't know if that's as prevalent in the comedy scene, but it definitely was when I was doing the music thing. So I talk about my sobriety. I talk about being like in a committed relationship with kids, not only because it is my life, and that's where like you know humor Some, comes from, honesty. Little bit, yeah. But um, also because like if I start doing like a lot of my, I don't want to say a lot, but like a decent amount of my material is based on me being sober. You know, like when I make drug jokes, it's like in the reference of somebody who used to do drugs, some you know, drinking somebody who used to drink. And if I do that on stage and I'm have a drink on stage with me, it completely takes away from the impact of right, the actual right. performance. So I'm setting myself up to be accountable 
Because if I tell sobriety jokes and then go to the bar and order a drink, so the people are gonna be like, they'll at least question me. They'll yeah. be at least be like, wait, aren't you supposed to be a sober person? So, you know, that kind of works in my favor because I that was something when I got out of uh, rehab for the last time and actually started my extended sobriety. Me mentioning that I wanted to get back into performing, my friends and family were, of course, kind of concerned because that was what got me into doing hard shit in the first place. Um, you know, they like, are you sure you're going to be able to handle it? Most comedy is done in bars. Are you going to be able to resist the urge to drink? And it's obviously test. it's That's a test. It is certainly yeah. is a test. But for me, I, my biggest advice for any recovering addict, and I'm sure that you can speak for this as well. Um, is that like the biggest thing for me when I got out of um, like a recovery and was into long-term recovery and was living in the real world again, the biggest thing to keep me from going back to where I was was to have direction and be passionate about something. Because then... You had to, yeah, right now, right now with the PTSD, I'm doing that right, right now. I have to be passionate about this or I'm going to not be able to sleep. Yeah. You know, a whole bunch of shit. I'm just going to stay busy. Well, to me, the way I look at it, it's like a train on some a set of tracks. Like, if you're not going forward eventually, like, vines are going to grow around you. You're going to stay stuck where you are. Yeah, start heading yeah, backwards. You have to grow. And so, like, you know, again, for anybody who possibly is listening in, like, early recovery, like, you will hear a lot of things that, like, you know, there's only certain things that are answers, but, like, higher power is a big one. And that is one that I think that is a necess necessary. But you can turn what you are passionate about and what you're chasing into your higher power. Because anytime that I think about drinking, which is a lot more often than honestly I'd like to admit, but that's just something I have to live with. Uh, Cause you know, life is a trigger. Everything can be, anything can be a trigger. Right. Anytime that I think about potentially drinking, I think back to how useless I was when I was drinking and I would not be able to do comedy. I would not be able to be a father. I would not be able to be doing any of the things because I, my whole life would revolve around the bottle. And that's what kind of keeps me on the straight and narrow is just having something that's better than what you experience with an addiction. And that's what comedy has done for me. And that's why I make sober jokes. So it kind of helps. It's a whole circle right. of things. Right. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, there's content anything, anywhere. Mm -hmm. You've seen it. So, uh, I'm going to roll up the toilet. Well, go for it. Do it up. As it Should a uh, girl in the corner do it? I'm That's her in the corner. <laughs> That's me in the corner. She's going to That's me in the spot. Joint smoking up the doobie. Ooh, look at his, listen to that voice. <laughs> we are smoking weed, smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning the dube. Dun, 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 dun. I, sh I wish I brought my guitar just for idle noise. Something to take the edge off. I'm in the process right now, not literally at this very moment, but like I have been over the past few days taking steps to writing my first comedic song nice. that's I something dude, that is a very that is a very good one because not a lot of people do that yeah too. and the thing is there's a couple comedians in the scene both in detroit and toledo actually only one of each i can think of off the top of my head um shout out alex brandle um Ooh. he's another guy you should meet he's a very good toledo-based comedian wop, wop. um but uh he uh, does guitar, and no offense to any musician perform uh, comedian that I've seen, but they're comedians first and then musicians second, it seems. And I, I want to be that same way too, but like I played guitar over half my life, so like I can do pretty intricate things on guitar, and I want to bring that in 
Like you guys know Bo Burnham, right? I love Bo Burnham. Okay, so you he's know, Stephen Lynch. Stephen Lynch, exactly. I like Stephen Lynch. Those dudes that really make have like an actual like mate following in that are really proficient at the in. <laughs> Clank, 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 clank. <laughs> Damn, Eat bro. It, dude. He's like that little monkey toy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but like, you know, they were actually very proficient at the instrument. And, you know, I feel like I'm proficient enough to where, like, I could be taken seriously, like, one step in music. Not that I want to be a musician again, but, like, my actual musicianship will complement the comedy. Yep. And musicianship? So, musicianship. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you... T- you teach T-Rip t- so many new words. The more we are around you, the smarter he gets. By the <laughs> You're minute. a fucking liar. I'm going to say this I'm like the intellectual life, Magic Johnson and make everyone around me You smarter. use words that he's like, oh, that's you how you use words. That's not even that bad of one. You're, you know what you're witnessing right now? The evolvation <laughs> of brain jerk. The evolvation ship. No, the evolvation of brain jerk. That's why you're you're sitting here. You're you're one of the first guests on this evolvation. Yeah. Episode two. This is the evolvation station. We're like, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Fuck, dude, because my plants, this my plant the, business is called the propagation station. Well, this is the we latest. A, this is the latest of iteration of the intellectualization station. Uh, I don't know, guys. Keep Does talking. Does not compute. <laughs> you rap, bro. I can't freestyle rap. I've tried and I want to, but and I always Cause, ask because like a rap and like a, a T Rope sold up the moose. Shut the fuck up, dude. Okay, why do you keep? Is that real? Yeah. That is real. What do you mean sold out the See, moose? You know what? I mean, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. I, which you might as well. Me and my cousin. I mean, so really, I am a SoundCloud rapper. Me and my cousin did a song. He together. has songs on the internet. Yeah, you told me into that I would never find them. Except I, I never want to. But but me well, and my yeah, no, me I mean. and my cousin did one of them, and it's actually a decent song. Uh huh. And there was like two hundred people at this. There's some like fifteen year olds, you know. Well, but no, we we were we were seventeen, eighteen. <laughs> So yeah, but so it's fights. We did a show. Creepy, right? I did a whole show. I did a show. Two hundred people were listening. Hell yeah, and they loved it, dude. They loved. They loved my. Everybody else kind of sucked. <laughs> like it wasn't a good show, you know. But you did pretty good. Yeah, we just one hit wonder. Like uh, I don't know any one hit wonder ever, but we only one hit wondered for two hundred people. Well, hey, but that's not. That's a pretty good. My mom thinks I'm. I did good. You know, <laughs> you know. She also thinks I'm very ma- handsome. Mama, mama said, "Mama, mama, mama said, Mama's never wrong." Yeah, dude. She thinks I'm very handsome, and she was proud of me when I was line leader in the fifth grade. Line leader, I follow. I told. What I, do you? What? What is in? What I led the students of fifth grade. What do you? Were you, were you the teacher? Like line leader for what event? What it is? I was in fifth grade. I was just leading the line because I was just the, the pathfinder. So like from one class That's or like from room to the like cafeteria. Yeah. The, yeah, literally that that was like your whole year thing, or it just happened yeah. once. And, and you I was a conflict manager. Like if you were talking shit to somebody, I'd be like, "Hey, what's wrong, man?" They'd be like, and then I had to write it down and read. Dude, I was a conflict manager. I'm fucking, I'm handsome. That's uh, undisputed, definitely. No one could say otherwise. Dude, fucking right. Dave last night is like, you're 27? I you said look I'm like 20. shit. Uh, tw- <laughs> you look like shit, dude. Because did, did you hear in his bit, he fucking, you, he said, am I the oldest dude here? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, dude, you look 15 years older than I do. <laughs> you, I don't think, 
I would have guessed like you and I were. The, I'm only I'm 29. I'm only a couple years older than you, but I would not have expected that I was older than you. But I wouldn't have expected for you to be like 40. You know, like at most 30, 30. 35 at the very that's most. Some shit. That's the second person that said that Aunt Beth said that. Well, it's only because it's a five number, and it just feels better coming out. You know. Dude, you know what, dude? I don't know. I don't know if I like that. What age do you want to look like? Dude, I don't know. I mean, I did spend the last couple of years hanging out with old old heads. Dude, old ladies have the best conversation, dude. I'll tell you what, dude. Yeah. I, all the old nuns. These these ladies old were like nuns? 80. I was in a nun house. Uh, nursing home. It's, it was the nun house. Like, they, they used it. They had a state floor to, to fund the nun house. They, the nuns are real old. But yeah, they, you know they're they're fucking eighties. They're they're old as fuck. They don't do nuns no more, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I was in there. It was actually dope, dude. I'd go up there and the the fucking nuns would be gambling, nah. watching football, fucking talking the most shit. Like nuns are pretty fucking dope. There was this one that would walk around wine drunk as fuck, dude. And she like she could get around real good, and she would walk. Through the halls. She'd come in there and talk to me all the time, dude. And I had to get wound change done. And she would always come in when I always had a towel over my junk. Like, getting wound change on my legs were getting wound change. Yeah. She would always come in there and talk to me, and I just got a fucking towel draped over my junk. And she'd just talk to me, sit down, fucking drink her wine. Wow. Fucking. You could have maybe fucked the nun, is what you're saying. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Maybe. Because it Maybe. sounds like she was making I a move. I could have made her cheat on God. That's, wow. So, oh I mean, God. you're looking at royalty, bro. So, I mean, Jeez. know who the fuck you're with, bro. Wow. That just, uh, that, that like, punched she me might, into childhood she, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody's talking about how nuns were abusive and shit like that. I almost seduced a nun, dude. I was sitting there like, what's up? That's <laughs> not really not, not really because honestly I was quite scared like because she was like definitely what's up dude what's up what's up Jeremy's in the house oh it's grilling Jeremy hey what Jeremy grab grilling? a chair from downstairs what were you grilling you dude grilling and chilling this. are we we got Jeremy, Jeremy Watson in the fucking house yo, yo, yo. come come through late late to the podcast fucking. Just in time for the doobie. Just so. in time. He ain't late. Just He's just in time. By the way, I'm Blake. Nice yeah, to meet man, you. Jeremy. We genuinely are meeting for the first time, unlike T-Rep yeah. and I, who pretended to. Blake's not that good of a guy. You, you, I'm not. I, I really... Not. We wanted you to come here because we wanted you, oh, you to. Got, I heard you guys are talking about fighting animals and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I, I got to get over there like right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> T-Rep's got a scheduled fight with a silverback. Damn, I feel bad. So what do you think? Silverback. silverback or 15 emperor penguins? Which would be harder? Dude, the silverback for sure would just like literally fuck you up. I bro. feel like y'all are just throwing some shade at these emperor penguins. They're not. No. I feel like they, I've never seen I one fight. I feel like 15 things that do this to move. The thing is, is like <laughs> I, I feel like I, penguin, I wouldn't. A silverback can throw me. Could like, you throw a penguin? 30 feet. A, an emperor penguin's like Maybe. three feet tall and like Dude, 90 Dude, I would Sparta yeah, kick. I would Sparta kick a fucking living animal 15 times. Different, 15 different ones. God. Jeremy, dude, remember the other day when we were sh shooting a bullshit podcast without the mics? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when you said I should get a fucking shooting star? Yeah, I saw that. Is that <laughs> fucking? Uh, hey. I got that because you said that. Yeah, you, you got, got that just for you, dude. Get the middle colored in with yellow if you can. No, 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 no. no I'm color. not gonna do no color on my head. No. All right. 
too. I'm way it too was just cool that's what I envisioned it. though. You know, so you kind of got to do it because it was my idea. You hate <laughs> color, is what you're saying. <laughs> but uh, but that was cool because not because tomorrow actually we got the girls on and I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. Who's the girls? That Carly, Cassie, and Kayla, uh, Ryan's wife and her friends. Yep, they're gonna have their own show on here every other Tuesday. Hmm. That's sweet. <coughs> what's but that I'm, gonna be called? They want. Like they, what's that addition? They're, they're, they're gonna talk about whatever girls talk about. You know. Yeah. Might have but I mean, is there gonna be there. like a special type of tea? You know, like tea party or something. I don't no. know. That's up to them. I'm giving no. them full creative. I was thinking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run it by them tomorrow. I was thinking fairy garden because fairy garden. My my. I'm trying <laughs> of to. Course. I'm trying to connect my sleeve, mm-hmm. and I'm doing mushrooms. A whole bunch of mushrooms in there, and they said if they got like a little tattoo in the inside of their lip, I would get a tattoo for them. Hmm. So and they wanted to be a three headed mermaid, but I want them to be little fairies in my fairy garden. Ah. That would be cool, cause a fairy garden up there would be dope. I got a, I got a praying mantis and a. Dude, beehive. I have a praying mantis at my house right now. I caught is, four of them the other day. Is he, is he doing good? Yeah, he's four. doing. He's eating like crazy. He caught a bunch of crickets and grasshoppers, and he's just been like fucking. Oh really? Them. That's cool. That's good. I got a fucking. As a matter of I fact, should have brought it over. <laughs> dude, yeah. I was, I was uh. Show and tell. Outside, <laughs> me and my dad were outside fucking. Uh, enjoying the fucking we were at the riverbank dude just having a good time and i looked down that's what we do we, yeah the, the river raisin and this motherfucker i almost step on a fucking thumb-sized snapping turtle like the what? whole shell was a thumb size i was right. like i caught him like the size of a quarter before the motherfucker was frozen like almost frozen i put him in a little bit of warm water the motherfucker perked right back up dude yeah, i got him yeah. Got him striving, dude, eating dried fucking bugs. He's in my tank Speaking right now. Speaking of, oh, yeah. we're going to uh, ask everybody what we should name it. We should. Snapping uh, turtle? Yeah. Fucking Bowser? No, dude, I had like six snapping turtles named Bowser. Simon? Don't be that weird, dude. <laughs> Simon? But I'm the snapping turtle guy. I've had, yeah, I've had multiple snapping turtles. Joseph. Joseph? I had a no, snapping dude. turtle almost kill one of my other turtles before. They're like trying fight. Hell yeah. yeah but Dude, I had a snapping turtle bite. They're not that aggressive until pain. they get older. No, I, I guess when they're babies, they're not as aggressive with other turtles. So but once, once they get about men. that big, oh, dude, yeah. they just want to eat everything. You can't put anything in no, there. No, dude. Them. I had Crayfish, a... fucking fish. They'll like literally yeah, catch cra- everything. Crawdads, they'll eat them right now when he's he's, he's tiny. Yeah, dude. they love them. But uh, he, I had one about that big, and he fucking bit the fucking head off of a painted, painted turtle. I caught Damn. it, threw it in there. Oh, I was like. Uh, mine had mine. It was like trying to drown it, dude. He had it like pulled to the bottom, and dude, I swear, when I pulled the turtle up out of the water, it like gasped for air instantly. It was like, oh really? I was like, oh my god, dude, it probably just almost died. Like I just barely <laughs> saved. It. I just happened to walk in the room and look in the tank and saw. Oh really? It, and I was just like, oh my god, dude, like, dude, I I found a dead <laughs> snapping turtle on my the bank, my river bank, dude. I, mm-hmm. There's a bunch Where? of snappers. Really? I live right dude, uh, I right by El Capitulli Park. I don't know where that is. Uh, dude, I, caught, I caught a, like, dude, I caught a soft shell like when I was younger. Like, dude, like this fucking big in the river raisin. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I found a dead one and I just put it up under a bush and let the bugs eat it. Mm-hmm. Cleaned it out, fucking preserved it. Uh, oh no shit! Oh, it uh, don't matter. I don't yeah, care. It does. Okay. 
It sure the fuck does matter, dude. <laughs> I, I preserved it. Look at that right there. I'm that. I my stepbrother found that, and I fucking preserved yeah. it and dipped it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, dude. That's that's a, that's a little baby six point. I won't kill an animal, dude. You got another one of those? No. <laughs> No. You flaw. fucking hoe, dude. Yeah, that is the last one. The dude, don't drink don't flaunt it, dude. <laughs> he was like, hey, dude. Cl- yeah. I thought you like, hey, dude, I got fucking drinks for the whole crew, <laughs> bro. I brought a six sure. pack. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hoe, dude. <laughs> like, don't flaunt it. Just open it, dude. You said, hey, dude. I want <laughs> yeah, dude, I want it. Yeah, pass it here, bud. Oh, shit. You did definitely bring it out with like an anticipative, My you bad. know. It's all good. It's all I know. Good. I was just like, check this out. I know you guys are going to love this. Dude, no. It, yeah. It's, <laughs> throw it here, bud. <laughs> so. We think the kids but, are done screaming out there? But for real. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but for real, we're getting every one of you to sign the table. Because right now, it's like starting to get like heavy. We're going to have a lot of motherfuckers over here. This table might get filled up fast. My, I really want fucking Dave to come on here. That's, that's Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty uh, entertaining talker. Oh, my God. <coughs> yeah, I'm not. I just come hang out. He had my role. Dude, he, no, he I'm fucking, he fucking had the, we just did like a spur of the moment podcast because he was up in here. We were just testing. Right. We had just, just hang, just hang, little no mics just sitting there. We had a good little fucking live no mic still audience. like this the whole time for oh, like yeah, four dude. hours. Yeah. I had I had him and his girlfriend both talking into invisible mics. Dude, <laughs> we, were, we were all doing it. Nice. Practice makes perfect. That's what Dad says. Yeah, that's true. It is. You yeah. practice like Kobe always says. You practice like it's game time, right? I heard from uh, <coughs> when I was in high school. I went to a basketball camp when I was in high school at the University of Michigan. Um, John Beeline was talking, and he said, you know, don't practice so you get it right. Practice so you don't get it wrong. And I liked that. I kind of, since then, I was like 16, 17, and since then I have, like, practiced things like that. Like, don't just practice until you get it right once. Practice until you can consistently get it right, and it's rare when you get it wrong. Yes, sir. So. Do we get... We can talk about anything. Yeah, oh, I dude, know. the merch, the merch about Josh's oh. fucking great model job today. Yeah. Like yeah. First okay. of all, he he took that model job and his head got so big that I was like, dude, because he was over there working. I was like, let me take a picture of you working. He said, hold on, let me. And he like did a couple of poses and he looked like that young thug meme. <laughs> dude, he's fucking. He's like, I was just thinking that I was just bringing out my inner tear up. <laughs> I did. I was like, like, "What would T rep? How would T rep pose right now?" I feel that. I saw that <laughs> makes sense. I can see where that like laid out pose came from now. Yep. Dude, yep. fucking is that? I why? tried to do the girl in the mirror, you know, the leg up, but I did the wrong leg. I want to do. Just looked like a stanky leg. I want to do dude. me and him looking at Practice each other. Makes perfect. Yep. A ten. I'm a solid fucking ten. You're like yeah. listen, to, listen to my voice. I will. Fu- I will fucking talk each one of you out of your pants right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to fucking go? I will. I will, I will serenade you. Get Blake right now. I will, oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, Blake. Pick up uh, Blake right now. I'm pretty easy. Pick so. up Blake right now. Hey, Blake. <sighs> hey. Fuck, man. Oh, uh, hey. If you, I know, I know the women listening right now. <laughs> I know they all got a WAP right now. <laughs> a WAP, dude. I'm just, I'm just talking like WAP. this, and like he's from know, Brooklyn. I just, just want to serenade you, take you to take you to bed, Blake. I want to caress you. 
want you to. I want you. I want to be the little spoon. Blake, close your eyes. Okay. Comes to you. I, I feel like I'm right up next to his neck, so it's making it very get, intimate. I want to get, dude. I, you, you smell that? No, close your eyes. Keep your eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> smell smells like warm turtle tank. No, it smells like smells like a little bit of. This is triggering, man. A little bit of depression in Old Spice. You smell that? I, I do smell that. Ooh, you can smell it with your. Ooh, you feel, it. <laughs> feel that little tickle? Feel, I did. Feel that, that little tickle. That was a little nose? tickle. That was a very small tickle. tickle. Smile on pretty hair, baby. Smile pretty? Uh, no, it's what? my armpit hair, baby. So your armpit hair. <laughs> my armpit hair. That's okay. Why? Well, I, I, I that mm, little tickle. Just for you. Stick your tongue out. Mm, all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't right. get. I can't do my eyes closed anymore. All right, dude. I'm, I was getting too horny. I'm Sorry. A little bit into it. <laughs> You're a little wh- sweaty. Are wh- you all right? Mariah, are you okay? <laughs> do you need? Do you need a towel? <laughs> do. do you need a towel? We yeah. got an apron. <laughs> we got an apron. Not this apron. No, we don't. Don't have fucking an apron. put your shit on my fucking apron. Get, this is the red dragon. Go apron. to the bathroom. <laughs> so I go to the, clean yourself up. <laughs> yeah. God. Ew. Okay. I uh. I. Uh, I, I serenade people with my voice. I will, yeah, serenade people. Serenade me, dude. Okay. Serenade make me want to fuck you, dude. No, make me want to fuck you as hard as Josh wants to fuck you. Your wife. <sighs> pretend dude. he's your wife. I'll look at oh you. God. Your girlfriend, sorry. Like, like the strands in your eyes, the color them wonderful. Stop me from stealing my breath. <sighs> And emeralds from mountains, <gasps> the rust of the sky, <sighs> never revealing their death. What will you be? And tell <laughs> me oh that we belong together. <sighs> you know what's fucked up is what? that's the first when da- Joanne and I were courting. That is the first song that I recorded and what sent to her. So I did, I did serenade you like my my dearly beloved. So yep. that was an authentic. Jojo, sorry. I'll be captivated. That's my Metallica Jojo, remix. Jojo, I'm taking your man. I'll uh, hang from your lips. Fucking, that was beautiful, dude. Thank dude. you. I, I came twice. I can't jack off. My, my hand don't work because of my brain injury. <laughs> yeah. I can't jack off. And I just came twice. Well, uh, just take a rec- listen to this. About whatever, minute 24, now we're hour 24 in. He's going to send it to me. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Because I'll be captivated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I, I the very first song in karaoke I ever sang was... Um, that's why that jo- the sync joke is so near and dear to my heart. Because the very first song I ever sang with karaoke was... Uh, it's no, bye bye bye, and I fucking was bye, JT. Bye. I'm doing this tonight. You're. Oh, do I get down this? No, this can't be right. Hey, hey baby, baby, come, come on. on. <laughs> I, yeah, dude. <laughs> do you want to be my dad? Like for real? I'll like, be your daddy. And <laughs> Beth wants to know if any of you need a Viagra. Dude. I, I don't mean, think they do. My don't dick's worry, already hard, Aunt yeah. Beth. My dick is already hard because we could do a duet of that queen. like song from Dirty Rigamortis Penner. I'll hear the time of my life. Oh, wait. <coughs> oh, I'll uh, 
Can you do like the, the, the creed? Time like the of my life. With your arms wide open. <laughs> With arms wide open. <laughs> Can you take me higher? Yeah. <laughs> Can you take me closer? Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> what? So, yeah. Wait, what do you got, Jeremy? So, yeah. I don't know. Play some, some <laughs> fat tunes down, bruh. Yeah, give no. me a give me a rap. I, Come on. No, got, I I can't. <laughs> I'm lying. Yeah, go back to Creed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait. So why does everybody hate Nickelback? Because they're pretty sweet, right? <laughs> I Dude, used to like them. Honestly, I thought I they were all right. The I mean, they weren't like my album. favorite band ever, but like I feel like they, I didn't. I every, never really. I never everyone really started, gave a fuck. Everyone just started hating them. I know. I was like, wait, everyone like actually hates Nickelback. Okay. I think it was like just an initial. Because any th- any creative thing that gets popular really quickly and gains a lot of pop- like fan base, people are gonna hate on them. And I think it just like, I don't know, it's like hating Imagine Dragons now or something. Like it's like they do have some good tunes. They don't. They're not right. Led Zeppelin. They're not the Beatles. But they don't deserve to get murdered in the street like people seem to want to do. I saw a shirt in Cleveland back in the yeah, day when I was do. promoting a show, and it said, even God hates Nickelback. And I was like, Jesus <laughs> right. Christ. That's what I'm saying. Like, See, people are really, like, serious about it. Dude, Animals is a I'm fucking like, banger track. I'm what happened? And Rockstar, I'll jam to some Rockstar. That whole album was I just want to be big Rockstar. That's a good song. Yeah, dude, that's a banger. And Animals, I mean, it's, you know that one? The one where it's about fucking in a car? No. Yeah. I'm driving back to yeah, work. Okay, just okay, got yeah. my last. Yeah, that one. That one. I'm smoking a little crack. <laughs> <laughs> Step on a crack and break my mama's back. No, that's not the lyrics. Because yeah, I don't give a fuck, dude. I did learn the other day that you can't withdraw from crack only mentally. Really? What? Is that a Cocaine. Thing? Yeah, apparently. What? I. It's like one of the drugs mentally, that you can't sure. physically I mean, withdraw from. It's it. for sure. Okay, that that's well, sure. but mentally, that's can. like yeah, the come down. That makes yeah, it's but a like, mental thing. You know, it's a but like a lot thing. of other drugs, like you look physically get sick and shit, and like <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I was uh, I didn't, I was just like, god dang, like, I was a long time alcoholic and did the cold turkey thing a number of times, and that shit is brutal. I've never thrown alcohol, up. dude. Oh yeah, yeah. and I just I'd, like getting fucked up on everything but alcohol. I mean, I've got fucked up on everything, but besides too. Besides heroin. That, that was just the cheapest and easiest and most consistent to get, you know, because I could just go down right. to the store and buy a $7 fifth. And alcohol is definitely never my favorite thing either. I hate it. But, but, like, I'm yeah, serious. I did it with my no, friends, but, like. My addiction wasn't, I just wanted to fucking get down. I would have done anything. But what made me lose my apartment and everything and, like, maybe fucked my life up a little bit, I, sm- I was smoking a little crack. <laughs> I'm smoking little. it too much. Oh, for smoking real? Smoking a little crap too much. A lot too much, you know? And it fucking ruined it. Yeah. And, and that's about, that was where it went. Because me wanting to get fucked up on everything was like, dude. Yeah. I no, I, I feel you. My problem was as a youngster, I was like, I'll, I wanted to try everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, Just yeah. Because, like, it really, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, let's be real. Like, drugs are a really interesting thing. Like, yeah, all oh, these yeah. different substances can, like, make you feel a different Make like you type control of way. your body a different yeah. way. Just like yeah, just different fun. levels of whatever. Oh, this lever like a high came up. Okay, I'm going to see what this fucking lever does. So hypocritical and like self-righteous of me. But when I was going through it with alcohol and drinking like two-fifths a day, I would look at people who would shoot up heroin and be like, well, I mean, I'm doing better than them. 
But you Which weren't. Is, no, it was at the time it was so delusional. It was you just a way to justify my own addiction. Thing as they were, but you were just yeah. doing a different thing. Right, exactly. Because I was just as, you know, I don't want to speak bad on anybody else, but I was like not a reputable member of society at that point. You know, I just didn't really give a fuck about anything else other than just getting that next buzz for a minute. But like that. I I held a job from 18 to 25. See, I mean, I was, I, I was a functional alcoholic for a number of years. Like, don't get me wrong. I was still drinking like a fifth and a half or so a day. But, like, I'd space it out enough to where, like, I could still go to work and pay bills. But then my dad got sick and passed away. And that was, like, I just didn't even want to be awake anymore. So I wouldn't even drink to, like, get drunk. I would literally drink to pass yeah, out. Yeah. And that was when it got real bad. That's when it got up to a that half happens, gallon a day. That and that That's was crazy. Yeah, dog. I... <laughs> So that's yeah, what I'm uh, saying when withdrawals, you talk about withdrawals, there's my second to last withdrawal story is like a fucking doozy because I was, I was like hallucinating and I ended up back in the hospital because I was like running down the streets at 2 a.m. in shorts and a t-shirt, like completely out of my mind. Tried to, I was hallucinating Lana and Archer from the TV show Archer and they were telling me to get, to ride a mailbox back to their ISIS headquarters and I was literally trying to get into a mailbox at like 2 a.m. It's December, by the way, and I'm out at like 2 a.m. like in shorts and a t-shirt. End up getting picked up by the cops, and because they're like, "This dude's fucking crazy. He's on drugs." The problem it's was December, and you're in shorts, yeah, running down the street. And shit. I'm like, and they're like, "What drugs are you on?" I'm like, "I'm not on drugs," which was true. That was the first time in a long time I'd actually been sober. I was just withdrawn so hard that I was losing my mind. Oh and, yeah, that happens. And they're like, "I'm gonna ask you again. What drugs are you on? You are. It's December. It's 20 degrees out. You're in shorts and a t-shirt, but you're sweating bullets. You're obviously on something." I was like, "I'm not on drugs." So he threw me on the hood of the car, and he's like, "I'm gonna ask you one more time. You don't tell me. I'm taking you to jail. What drugs are you on?" So I just said I smoked a lot of weed because I felt path of least resistance. Yeah, right. I didn't know what was going on, but I thought that I was in like serious trouble. Because I don't know why. That's because they, they always make you feel like that. Yeah. And right. I was like, already, you're in serious trouble, sir. It's like, why? What are you? We don't what, know yet. What would you take me to jail for? What's the charge? I'm literally not doing anything wrong. Nothing illegal. But they didn't take me to jail. They took me to Ball Memorial Hospital in Muncie, Indiana. Me saying that is important because oh, they asked shit. me. This was, I was in Muncie, Indiana anyway. I was at a, a, a mission rehab type place, and uh, like literally just busted out of there in the middle of the night because I thought that someone was coming to get me, and. Uh, they took me to the hospital because they didn't know who I was. I wouldn't give them my name or my address or anything like that. But they sent me down in one of the hospital beds. They're like, all right, you're not in trouble, but don't run. We're having a mental health expert come down to talk to you. And as soon as he walked away, I got up and tried <laughs> to run out the door and slipped and fell, like busted up my knee, my, knee, my elbow. And he grabs me and he's like, you idiot, throws me back in the bed and cuffs me. And then apparently I was saying some other crazy shit. They had, they had to uh, put me out. With like a sedative, I woke up two days later, and like the withdrawals and like the neurosis and all the craziness. Basically, at that point, it was like they didn't know if I was like a schizophrenic or not. That's how I was acting because I was like yelling at people because I thought they were threatening me when they weren't, and I was seeing people that weren't there and talking to people that weren't how there. How old were you? This was uh like two and a half years ago. I'm two years sober since August 23rd. Uh, Damn, from alcohol. Dude, Thank I'm you. two years yeah. from the accident since August 10th. Hell yeah. So, two, well, wow. So That's you a got sober. Events. You got sober Hell 13 yeah, days brother. after I fucking ate a van. <laughs> Damn. But um, <laughs> when they asked me where I was. I won. I won. I'm walking. That van's not walking. Yeah, well, hell yeah, dude. That's that's some Congratulations man of steel shit. Congratulations to you. Yep. But um, when they asked me, like, you know, do you know where you are? I said um, Bixby Hospital in Adrian, Michigan. And they're like, 
no, you're at Ball Memorial in Muncie, Indiana. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. But in my head, I was like, all these nurses, they switch their scrubs to fuck with me. It's all right. All right, Lana and Archer are breaking me out. It's okay. And I literally thought that they were infiltrating the hospital and they were going to break me out. And I guess that was why they had to sedate me because I was, like, talking about breaking out and people needed to get away. I woke up two days later and the withdrawal... Everything was gone. They just filled me with fluids and vitamins and, like, a, all that and whatever. And um, I woke up two days later fully remembering what happened but in my right state of mind now. And I was just like, ugh. Like, you talk about, like, a hangover moment. And I had to call my mom because apparently they found me on Facebook because I gave them my full name but wouldn't give them anything else. They found me on Facebook, found my mom on Facebook, found her number, and called her to tell her. She had just dropped me off at this rehab in another state two days ago. She's getting a call from the hospital that I'm there, and they're like, does he have any a history of mental illness? Has he ever been institutionalized before? Has he ever been to – does he have any medication? She's like, what the f- – I was gone 48 hours, and he already is getting – what the fuck is happening with this child? But, uh, yeah, that first time at the Muncie Mission didn't take. I relapsed one more, but then I came back and have been sober ever since. So that story has an eventual happy ending. Dude, eventually. Yeah, it did take <laughs> that, no, that's, a long time after. That's but. a good... <laughs> you, my, I, I consider my myself lucky I never got that bad with shit, you know? I never really like, got... my whole family history, like I never everybody got in my bad. family's addicts and shit, you know? I never got bad, but I got... <laughs> I just did a lot, like, to do it, and kind of went on a binge. I mean, I definitely like had my habits, binge. but they didn't, like... You know, I didn't, nothen crazy like that happened yeah. to me, like with opiates and stuff like that. It runs like, you in my family. Draw from that shit, and it really sucks, but yeah. it's nothing like that. You know, yeah, I'm not well, an opiate guy yet anyway. I'm Tess says, guy. "Congrats on your sobriety." Thank you, Who? Tess. You said, yep. "Thank you, Tess." Um, yeah, I hear that uh, opiate withdrawal is pretty fucking bad too, though. Oh, and don't is. get me wrong; that's not like every alcoholic's withdrawal story. That was just I had to go to no. Florida. Actually, dude, I've I've heard some heroin withdrawals that were just like that. Throwing People I shit. know would wake up and they'd be like, "Dude, I I know I did dope last night. I know for I woke up and went and did it." Like, no, dude, we were all here. Mm-hmm. You're straight. Yeah, and they would, but for real. I never really had nothing like that, no withdrawal, bad withdrawals like that or nothing like that. I just, crack, crack wasn't that big of a deal, really. Consider yourself. Like, oh, like my God, I shit, I shit the bed. My fuck, I lost my apartment. I got to move back in with my dad. That's, that's, that's all that really happened, but I, I was still working. <laughs> that's all. That's I was still, that, I mean, that's nothing. Anytime you shit the bed, I'm though. I'm still I think. building my credit back, though, which is, that's. And, and I just get my credit good, and I fucking wreck my goddamn motorcycle, dude. Mm. Come on, that dude. Sucks. Lose my job because of fucking, I get fucking demolished. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about that. Fucking life. I, I've noticed a lot of times that when people are trying to turn their life around, a lot of times they falter because it's like they're doing the right thing, but bad shit keeps happening to them regardless. Yeah, so they're like, it stresses it. you out even further and, than what you already like, are. Yeah, and you're like, you know, what's the point if like doing no, good dude. shit? That's the but test. My, my grandma, like I, because that happened to me when I started in with recovery, and she was like, she apparently gave my mom this advice when my mom and my dad got sober when my sister and I were like, you know, when we were born, and um. <clears throat> She basically said that if you're going, it, you have to consider your life like a train and the karma surrounding it or the, you know, reap what you sow, whatever right. creed you may have surrounding it. And that you're going, if you're going full speed in the wrong direction, 
even when you make the decision to go back in the other direction, you still have to slow that train down and turn it. A, it's a wide turn before you even start going in the right direction. So, like, for the first couple months, she's like, you may be making all the right decisions, but you are still reaping what you sowed from when you were making bad decisions. Right. You just have to accept that as part of the process. Right. My cousin, my cousin couldn't, couldn't get, couldn't come to terms with what he did why he was on that shit and he couldn't come to terms with it. He was hurt by that shit. But I mean, uh, really I, w- I can relate to that in my fucking recovery for the, from the injury. Like I've went through, but I just had a, I had a pain, a pain and suffering. It wasn't psychological until <coughs> after I got done with the pain. Yeah. But like my, I had That's to, scary. I had to really dig my feet in the fucking start mm-hmm. giving a shit about re- recovering and shit like that. So, I mean, that, that I, Dude, I took opiates for like 15 years probably super addicted to them like literally took them like every day for like years and years like every day i was going up to detroit like multiple times a week and shit like that and i had to like i went and stayed with my buddy in florida for like 10 days or something like that or 12 days and i literally just had to like lay on the beach for like a week and like not talk to anybody it was fucking terrible yeah, you get away from shit. the opiates and shit? yeah because i knew if i went down there even if I wanted to get something I couldn't, right? Because I didn't know, know anybody. anybody. Yeah. And, but I mean, I went down there with like I knew what I was going down there to do. Right. And that's literally that's how I did it. But I mean, shit, it took like 15 years to do that right. shit. Yeah, See, oh the, yeah. the fucked up. But thing. I maintain a job and shit like that too. That's what I'm saying. Nothing crazy happened to me. Like I didn't end up in like a mental institution or the hospital <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> We're not all fucked up like no, Blake is, but dude. I mean... Yo, I'm a six... But I've been wasted so much money and made so many stupid decisions and shit like that. I'd be so much further ahead if yeah. I wasn't, like, right. doing all that shit in life right now. Were you about to say you were a six-time rehab? Six-time rehab Six-time rehab yeah. veteran. We got Blake in the house. <laughs> six-time defending... Ch- yeah, two of those, <laughs> two of those, rehab champion. six times at four places, so I went to two of those places twice, which so essentially it means that I sucked so bad at rehab that they're like, all right, start again, dude, cut, we got to do this over because this shit is dude, terrible. Dude, I live in Monroe, bro. There's, there's repeat offenders in every fucking Oh, yeah, no, no doubt. I'm not saying, I don't, to me, Monroe's that's like rough, a, honestly. I went to rehab, the first one I went to was in Monroe at Harbor Light. Heard about that place? I know. Bingo, dude! Everybody I fucking know. Right, I'm sure that I rolled with some people that you know. I was, dude. First time in rehab, I brought my guitar. Of course, they they were like, "Yeah, you can." A lot of people do. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. But I I brought my guitar, and uh, they're like, "You can bring it." And they told me where I could play it, which is in the common room. After like a couple days, they told me that I can't play in the common room anymore because the male and female side is separated like you can't cross a specific line or at least that's how it was when i was there Girls but they were like you. gathered around like sliding off their seat like they were just like oh play john mayer play ed sheer <laughs> can you learn this song for did this you one get some buffy? hella rehab pussy i get un- i get restricted meetings with my kids again this guy's Killing it! Wow! No, dude, I have like, I have a like 1982 hours. Buick. Ooh! Oh my god! Wop 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 wop! Um, <laughs> wow, my last no, boyfriend like, didn't even have a car. My uh, it's called 13th step, and is that what what that is? Is when you go there just to get laid? Did it work? I didn't do it. I anytime I approached recovery, I genu- I was very genuine and very sincere. How'd you um, just stop drinking? Cause that shit happened to you in Indiana. Well, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, you know, I think that I brought this up with you guys before, but, like, 
addicts, you know, they say that you have to reach rock bottom to. Um, you got to build. You got to. That, that's your. That's your foundation. Well, yeah, because you got to start. You got to hit this place where you decide that you're not. You can't go any lower. And I hit like five. I was like, I kept digging. I kept picking up the shovel. And the end game for people who do that is death, especially oh, yeah. drugs and alcohol. Yep. And I, you know, I, I, you know, after this withdrawal story, I stayed at the Muncie mission and did pretty well. I, you know, I violated the, I drank a couple of times in there, but they gave me like, they would give you chances if you were straight up about it and you didn't try to lie about it. And I, there was no lying about it because they could smell it on my breath and they gave me a breathalyzer and all that. It, but, um, anyway, I left there sober, best of intentions, got a good, decent paying, well, it was a pretty good job. I got a lot of overtime, pretty good hourly, got my own apartment. That was pretty nice. And then like a week into this apartment, I like. I relapsed and I started to go to work drunk and they caught me and they fired me. Never tried to get another job. Just my whole summer from the beginning of the time when I got fired to when I was kicked out of my apartment, I was the only thought was when am I going to get alcohol next or do I have enough alcohol? And that was really sobering for me because it was the first time I was anywhere where I didn't know anybody else. So nobody around me gave a shit about me because they didn't know who I, like I was from out of town, whatever. And just the fact I don't know exactly how to explain it, but it was like such a feeling of absolute hopelessness. Like I had no control over my life and I was about to go over an edge and I've been in arguably worse situations like cerebrally, like I, like, like the physical things around me, like I could, you know, waking up in the hospital, you could say that's a rock bottom or like sleeping in your car for a couple weeks is a rock bottom. But to me, like having to pack up everything that I could claim as my own in just my backpack and a trash bag and just my guitar and walk the three and a half miles back to the Muncie mission. And wouldn't you know it that day that I walked back, it was pouring rain. I'd lost my phone. I yeah. broke my glasses. I couldn't see. I was helpless, man. Like if you, I'm so blind without like contacts or glasses that if you attacked me, you would win because I can't see shit. Like I would just be flailing at shapes and I'd probably hit a dog or an old woman. and It would be awful. But like, Walking back in the rain with just the things that, you know, everything I worked for, my life boiled down to this. And I was completely on my own, left to my own devices, and I failed so hard so fast. And I I did have a thought while I was there in my apartment by myself. It's the closest that I ever came genuinely, like, if I'm going to be real, to suicide. After my dad passed away, I promised my mom that I would never do that because she said she could never stand losing another person like that. But, like... I was like genuinely like the world does not need me around. I am causing more harm than good. I'm hurting people in the long run. Like they'll be sad. Right. Exactly. I felt like they would be better off. Everyone who knew me would be eventually better off once they got over the initial grief of me being dead. Right. And I had some crazy thoughts. Um, apparently I said some crazy shit because the cop showed up at my house and someone had called them saying I said I was going to kill myself. I don't remember this. I just woke up to the cops there and I'm like, I wouldn't have said that. But looking back, probably I did. And after all that, walking three and a half miles in the pouring rain and going back into the place that I had just three months ago left triumphantly thinking I was going to conquer the world, tail between my legs, head down, dude. Like, I'm like, I don't think that I could. A lot of addicts talk about I could never my I couldn't go back out there and do one more run. My body couldn't take it. I'm 29. My body probably could. But mentally and emotionally, I couldn't come back because I was so close to the edge. And I just made a decision that it's like there's one variable in my life that I need to change that is fucking my whole life up. And I will do anything that these people tell me that will help me get that. And 
I'm not saying to anybody who potentially is in recovery to do everything that somebody in like a rehab or a recovery or a meeting setting says, because I think it's a one size does not fit all type situation. I'm not a religious person. I don't have like a religious higher power. You gotta hate yourself before you start. Yeah. And the thing about recovery is that people say that you have to do it for yourself and that's bullshit because it's like, I hated myself going in. So I had to do it for my little sister who like up until I got really bad into addiction and the partying, she looked up to me. I had to do it for her. I had to do it for my mom. I had to do it for the memory of my dad. Then I started to get to th- do, I started to be able to do things that I was proud of, like, you know, like getting, gaining employment back inside there and like doing things like outside of the facility and not do, not really being truly tempted to drink, like not like relapsing again. I've been sober since. And eventually I developed some self-love and that's when you can start doing it for yourself. Yeah, self-love is important. But, but I think that initially you need to do it for something outside of yourself because you need some perspective to realize how badly you are yeah. fucking up oh yeah dude and see i have a i have a relapse story but my relapse happened like i was sober for a while and then i was fucking i was living with josh and we had a party and i just was like dude i'll, I'll smoke some fucking I'll, I'll do a rock i'll smoke a rock dude that's such a big decision and, and, i like how you're saying it but. and he's like he said i couldn't even fucking talk and, Damn, and, and he I couldn't, couldn't talk. He was mush mouthed. I couldn't. Mm. I couldn't come to terms with it. I just was like, you know what? So I left, and I just fucking ghosted everybody. That's harsh, man. And it's and, oh, dude, I thought that was your leg but it wasn't, for a second. I was like, the fuck's wrong with you? It's, it wasn't like I was. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't like I was going to do it more. I just couldn't li- live with the situation. But I did. Did you, if you don't mind me asking, do it more? Like, did you continue? No, no, It was just that one time? Fuck no. I just did it just because it was, it was easy. And it was, yeah. Dude, I wish that I, you're a more resilient man than me because. Listen, dude, it's a mind battle. It's a mind over matter. What what happened, dude? A long time ago, I smoked K2. Dude, like 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 bad. it was a fucking like I was addicted to K two. A lot of my homies were. Yeah, I and I fucking had a four hour seizure and yeah. died and woke up in the hospital. Like I feel like my one buddy lost his mind doing that shit because he was in the military and it was the only thing he could do for a while that he could get because they drug yeah. tested. Yeah, him. they're bad, dude. It's he, wanted, bad. he wanted to smoke weed, but he couldn't because he was in the military. So he started smoking that shit down in Texas and that shit. I feel like that fucking ruined him, bro. He's never been the That's same. That's why I got. But he was doing it a lot. Like, That's why I got two roses, skull with roses, life after death. I fucking woke up in the hospital twice. Like, well, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck's happening? How long was that shit even out before they like banned that shit? Too mm. fucking four like, years. Because yeah, I smoked yeah. it every it was like fucking a day. Years. Dude, I smoked it for probably two years while it being fucking yeah. illegal. Wow, for real. Man. See, dude, that was what it took for me to quit because I was living in Ann Arbor at the time. And no, I smoked some shit that somebody made in his house, and I went to fucking La La Land. Dude, I, I almost bought, oh like, a God. bulk, like, container of liquid JWH, which is the active Yeah, but I, I woke up from that well, seizure, I, and I smoked crack, dude. Wow. So it's not like I fucking I knew what the fuck I was doing. It was wrong. <laughs> so, I mean, that's but that, that's it. And then I relapsed and I couldn't live with it. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I got a, I got in that accident. And right. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, dude!" Because I literally just stopped talking to them a couple months before that, and then I got an accident. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Everybody's feel sorry for T. Rob. He, 
T-Rep burned on fire, dude. With the fuck, he was on fire underneath a van on fire. Yeah, that's you pretty know? pretty wild. Dude, I had a five percent chance of survival, dude. I, I fucking I. I came back. I'm the Terminator, dude. So, yeah, sounds Ca- like it. Call me Arnold Schwarzenegger, or you're not allowed to be here no more. Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger. Okay, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Jesus, that was very aggressive and like intimidating. You Dylan, don't call me you that. son of a bitch. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't physically beat you up, but I can, I can <laughs> mentally beat me. I, up? I went through way, way more than you, dude. I dude, seen, I seen the devil. I hate like. When anybody, like, my aunt has, like, welled up, and my mom has welled up, and, like, people have been, like, you know, it just makes me so sad to think about what you had to go through, and I don't ever want people to feel sorry for me, because it's, like, I did this to myself. Oh, no, you know what? I did it to myself, too. The accident I'm talking about, I did it to myself, but I feel like I got a lot of redemption. Do you feel like you're a better person now that you went through? Oh, yes, absolutely. That's what I'm saying, like, even... And realizing what what it's like, like the the world looks a different color, mm-hmm. dude. I'm fucking, I'm ha- I'm having a good time, regardless of it's a bad time, regardless of nothing. Like nothing, don't piss me off no more. It's just, dude. I had to I had to dig deep to fucking try to to want to be alive. Yeah, you know you you said you attempt you you were contemplating suicide. Mm-hmm. I was, the pain was hurting so bad that I was like, you know what? I'd rather just fucking kill myself. Right. And I was asking my dad, like, dude, help me. Pull, let, pull the plug. Let me eat, let me eat all the fucking fentanyl patches I got, dude. Come on. We got, we got nine of them, dude. Come on. Jesus. You know, and he's like, no, dude. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck you, dad. I hate you. And he's like, okay. And he left. And then I had to think about it. Like, I just told my dad that I wanted to kill myself. Dude. But, I, but that was it. That was the time where I was like, dude. I want to die. That's it. I would feel better if I died. And after that, after he came back in the fucking, after he came back in the room, I felt real good. I felt, I felt like I wanted to get, get, get through with it. Like went to the, went to the hospital, got my wounds forcefully fucking, uh, what like my, my doctor ripped my wound off because they were like stuck to my legs and I wouldn't let nobody touch them. Cause he hadn't cleaned them. Oh. In a week, I, I refused for a week. Wow! So, oh, I was going to fuck it, dude. Get this infection, and I'm gonna die. Let's do this, you know. Damn, man, that's dark. But I mean, I feel you. <coughs> I feel you, though. I mean, not physically, obviously. No, but, it, but I mean the the redemption. The the you're never gonna walk again, Tyler. And and then the fucking PT comes in the room, and I'm like, dude, I'm walking. They said I'm not, but I'm walking. Right. And I and I walk again, like. It, it, once it all comes, once it all comes to a head, and and I'm actually okay. Like I really didn't really get that fucked up. I just got a fucking really bad right side and a bad closed head in- injury. I still know my name. Yeah, I'm fucking talking to people right. on a podcast. Yeah, you know you're what cognitive. I'm you have so I know what I'm fucking you. doing. You know, but it was just a. I like that I, I can be this guy because I'm so driven and so motivated. Like, the, the drive that I got to get better is the drive that I got to do this. And, mm-hmm. the, you know, and he's just as driven as I am. So that's that's why it's – Yeah. He, he tells me – when I tell when I tell you he tells me what to do, he's being for real. I'm being for real. He's abusive. He hits <laughs> me. 
Dad's yeah. mean. He beats his own kids. Yeah, dude. Well, it's old school parenting. Dude, he chokes out his fucking twelve year old daughters, dude. Teaching him. Dude, he to put his. I, I seen him put right. a, his Would fucking fuck son in that? a rear naked choke. Yeah, and can't fuck with him. Yeah, you can't fuck with that. He put me to sleep, dude. I, I gave him. I said, you can't fucking knock me out, or you can't dab He's me like, out. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, I didn't go to sleep. I didn't go to sleep. Fuck you, I I was wide awake. I was just resting my eyes. Yeah, I was fucking. I was drooling everything. Yeah, for sure. No, but I mean, I, in terms of redemption, you know, like, again, it's kind of, it's weird to be, I never wanted to be celebrated in terms of like a lot of rehabs have like graduations when you reach certain milestones and you get like certificates. And I was like, I do not want this because it's like that old Chris Rock bit where he's like, you know. You're proud to not be. Sm- you're like I'm. You know, three months clean from crack. It's like you know. Well, you should be more proud of to not smack smoke crack in the first place. It's like, you know, people are like, we need to celebrate this accomplishment. It's just like this is the shit I should have been doing all along. But at the same time, it gives me a perspective that like, as bad as things can get on a day to day, be annoying on a day to day, and I can forget this and get away from it sometimes. Uh, but you know, things are never as bad as they once were for me. Yeah, and. For the worst that it got for me, people that that I met and would talk to on a daily basis, they had it worse, way worse before, or were presently way worse. You know, there was a dude, I won't give his name. Everybody but, has their own story. Yeah, man. But Everybody this, has their redemption too. Well, yeah. Some, I mean, if some they fight different for than it. others, but yeah. Because I I think that I don't believe anybody is too far gone. With, with I mean, you know, like Terry Shivo is a bad example, but aside from like, you know, the ones that it's like, should we pull the plug or not? Like, aside from that, I feel like anybody, you know, can come back from any mental state because, you know, again, like I was completely out of my mind, ready to come, like jump off my balcony face first, you know, and. But it wouldn't have been cool. No. If I'd have died in that van accident, that that would have been sweet. Yeah, yeah, cool. Your death would have been you know way more awesome than don't mine. fucking don't just take yourself out, dude. Man, you just thought you were that's just like, weak, yeah, well, dude. you're that'd have been lame. That is, no, that's that'd have been lame, dude. I would, dude, if I if I could like try and jump the Grand Canyon or something. No, not I didn't that. Have the mo- that's I, lame too, because you know you're gonna fucking die. That's you know. Oh, if I were you're supposed to, to die, and not know. Hasn't it been done? No, evil. No, that did evil can evil never did that. I don't believe. I, Someone. I think that's just like a somebody jump in the Travis, fucking Grand Canyon. I want to say Travis Pastrana did it like after, like not that long ago, like ten years ago. They were doing some shit or something. Yeah, I think I'm so. sure that there are some spots that are jump, not like the whitest. Jeremy pulled up a crack in the fucking yeah, a crack in the motherfucking Grand Canyon. I jumped the fucking thirty foot gap at the Grand Canyon. That's still the Grand Canyon. Fuck you. You haven't been to the Grand been to the Grand Canyon? Nope. Well, did then you know you can't say shit. You done that juice quick, bro. So <laughs> I have to say, I've had fun hanging out with you the last few days, Blake. I uh, dude. Uh it's been a good five time. Out of ten. Five out of ten. Last night was pretty cool. Last night was really cool. Those dudes dude, were all, all fun. Dave Crumley? I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's always Dave Crumley has to come on our podcast. Yeah. He's, He's got to come on our podcast soon. He is a pretty cool guy. He like Crumbly. In the midst of Crumbly. the, isn't that what I said? In the pandemic, during the midst of like the somewhat early part of the pandemic, I guess at this point, since it's gone on for so long, like you know nobody was doing anything at all, 
like no one was doing anything. He's fucking funny, dude. Yeah, I, well, yes. <laughs> funny. He, he reached out to me and was just like, you know, you want to do some stand-up in Detroit? And I wasn't doing shit else because aside from comedy kindergarten, doing a show every now and then. It Have was you like, killed in Detroit? Killed. I've done pretty well at a couple places. Killed, I don't say because I don't think I've ever killed yet. Like, killing would be like audience hinging on every word. Like, anything you say is making them, like, belly laugh. You know, like, I think that I don't know of any local comedian that by professional standards has killed. There's definitely people that have done very, very well. But I, I can't think of anyone that's, like, literally been, like, you know, left the room with a standing ovation type thing. Regional comedian Dave Crumbly last night. Dude, something... He, he I, was pretty fire last night. That wouldn't be considered, like, oh, he, you know... He, he, I was laughing from the moment he entered my truck until the moment <laughs> he left my truck. You're just a permanent... <laughs> that yep. dude. Yep. Yeah. No, he's he said he said Dave was funnier than me, and yep. I'm not okay with that. I said until I am until last digital night. comedian Tyler fucking Rupp, dude. So <laughs> digital comedian, Digi- yeah. yeah. T Rupp, T Daddy Fat Sack, the T Daddy Faticus Saticus. Yeah, see if that <laughs> digital title will get you into the comedy cellar in New York or like at the Laugh Factory in L.A. Dude, you fucking hack. Fuck, dude, I'll get on there and be like... Fucking hack. I'll just get up and put a spit guard on the mic and be like, hey. <laughs> this is t coming to Welcome to the brain jerker, <laughs> uh, you motherfuckers. So, uh, I keep... Cocksuckers, you fucking cocksuckers. Tear up out of, out of the, uh, calling everybody the fans, the jerk-offs. The dude, jerk-offs. I think that's funny as fuck. What's up, my fellow jerk-offs? <laughs> I'm your fucking leader, T-Daddy fat fuck, dude. Let's go on a journey. I like that. <laughs> you wouldn't follow me, you fucking jerk off. Come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> fucking jerk off. That's wasn't. I don't know. What now you're gonna you fucking think? share you the stream, you... and you're gonna fucking like it. Brain jerk, dude. What's up, you, you fucking some, jerk off? Like you know, teabag sort of jokes into like you know, gonna teabag you with the morning. I don't know. You know, dude. Don't. The, I'm giving you. I'm giving you a piece to work with. Don't ruin my set now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Listen, man, I'm just giving you, I'm, this, this is like charity for you. You're the homeless digital see, comedian on the side of the road. I'm tossing you a comedy nickel. <laughs> see, see, honestly, um, I want to be off the cuff. I don't, I don't really like a script. When I, when I get a script, I'm, I, like Ryan, the, the first podcast we did, he asked me to do to explain, to explain a pillar. And I didn't even make that shit up. This motherfucker did. A pillar? What do you mean? Like <laughs> pillar for like pillar talk. What a pillar in the family is like. Like a pillar in society. It, a, yeah. Oh, somebody that okay. uh, that's like a pill, but a pillar in to. this family. I have a pillar like, in my. Like, I got you. Right. Yeah. Like a branch. Yeah. What we're doing? No, we're, no. Well, I get. What we're doing is we're trying to make a team, dude. We're trying to all go. Yeah. Trying to promote everything. I'm trying to make a fucking Ango. team. Team, dude, you want to fucking catch critters and raise them and shit, dude? Bro, let me come um, over there and fucking videotape it and shit sometimes, you know? I'm the critter guy, bro. Yeah. Well, Are you? Are you? What kind of critters do you like? Do you want my, my snapper? I've caught like all kinds of shit, dude. When I was like 12, I caught an alligator in Florida. No shit. Like as big really? as me. Yeah. For real? Yeah, I literally went this and woke my guy. mom and my grandma up at like midnight. I was like out at this pond and I fucking like lured it in with a fish and I threw a like a parachute net over it. 
Like the cast nets? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know you how to throw it. one of those cast nets? Like uh-huh. real life, throw one of them? Dude, I've been throwing them since I was like a kid. I think that's I have cool. like two of them at the house. That's a cool skill. Dude. <laughs> wow, I, that's something. Wow, You dude. catch like so much more shit with those, you know? Like, dude, after I started using that, I stopped fishing with like a, like a pole because it's like you catch like way more shit with that. I catch, oh, like, turtles and all kinds of shit with it. Like, you just never know what you're going to Dude, my catch. dad caught a turtle on a fucking... But, yeah, dude. Fuck? But, anyway, I fucking had to go wake up my mom and my grandma, and they didn't believe me either. And then I was like, yeah, I literally have an alligator, like, tied up in the park <laughs> to a fucking picnic table. And they, I have pictures of it. I was like, dude, I had to be, like, 12, probably. That is so badass. Yeah, dude, I have, George like, of the Jungle? That's like amazing. A, it was a yellow rat snake down there, too. It was, like, six feet long. So, apparently, like that that's what around. that's what Jeremy does. Yeah, he, I catch, like, yeah. all the critters. He's the American <laughs> crocodile hunter. Okay. Yeah, yeah Steve Irwin is, like, honestly the only, like, celebrity type, you know. Oh, that hurt me. That, that, type that figure that I ever actually, like, cared about. Yeah, I cried when he died. I did. I was really? sad. Yeah, I mean, that shit. He was my childhood, bro. No, for sure. I didn't watch Cartoon Network. I watched fucking. You could tell Discovery. he's just like the Steve most Irwin, genuine. Dude. Like, he I don't seemed know, like a Jeff good guy. Corwin. Not fake, no act, like, yep. just genuine. You've never heard him. His personality. No one's you know? me tooed him. Oh, fuck no, dude. I mean, uh, alligators could use Twitter, maybe, but aside no, from that. He got me tooed by a fucking stingray, stingray son. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, he, right in the heart, too. That yeah. shot to the no, heart. No, d- him pulling it out was the reason why he died. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, if it didn't stab him in the first place, he wouldn't have had to worry about not pulling it out. So it was effectively Dude, by this he thing. He probably Dude. had to pull it out anyway, right, though? like D- That's our instant reaction? Yeah. Is that, that Holy is. fuck, there's a... St- there's a stick in my heart, dude. <laughs> but that guy is like, Holy. he knows. Ah! Let's, let's, what would you do, dude? It wouldn't be like, no, hold on. Let's not do anything rash. Don't. Hold on. Let's I'm, consider that maybe. I was like, I'm underwater and like I'm totally calm alligators. right now. What am I doing? I'm underwater, totally calm right now. I need, what do I do, guys? <laughs> Any do suggestions? Know? No? Okay, I'm gonna pull this fucking thing out, dude. <laughs> And then the one person that knows is like, Steve, no! Ah, <laughs> oh, too late. Steve, wait, South he's Park? gonna kill you! What? What? Put it back in, South put Park? it back in. Yeah. Do you remember when they, like, Satan oh. had the Halloween party and Steve Irwin showed up? He's like, hey, Satan. He's like, Oh man, not cool, not cool. And he's like, no, for real, it's me, Satan. He's like, oh, we're not wearing a costume and, like, kicks him out. You don't remember that? Uh-uh. Oh man, shit's funny. Wow, dude, ready to kill the mood. What? But, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, no one gets your shitty reference, wow, man. Dude, that was wow, it's reference. South Park. It's like the best show ever created. Dude, nope. Uh, I can apply my cheers. whole life to that. Just Family kidding. Guy. Uh, uh I think dude. South Park's better than Family Guy. I, yeah, I, you I know, think I'll punch you. All in the face. I no listen. I'm team family Wait, dude, guy. Hey, actually, there's a there's guy, a new South Park episode Wednesday. I think an it, hour yeah, special pandemic or something. special or something. I haven't seen enough South Park. I've seen probably twenty total episodes in my oh, entire God. life. Right. Dude, it that was like forbidden in my house when I was a kid. Give me that yeah, ground. it was for me too. I ended up like sneaking it and shit. Yep, started watching. I remember my uncle sleeping. would let me watch it in Mad TV. Do you guys remember Mad TV? Hell yeah. <laughs> do that shit. Mad TV was fucking pretty cool. Yeah, that's where I'm. I became a fan of Bobby Lee. At. Oh, you're gonna roll a joint. Who's no, I'm not. This then? No, 
I oh. didn't know. Sorry, that was an wow, assumption. Wow, dude. This isn't out is what I'm saying. Wow, dude. Come on my fucking show and my fucking podcast, dude. Sorry. Here's my fucking My bowl. dad's show? <laughs> my dad's You're coming on my dad's house. show, dude, and you're going to fucking... My show. Oh, you're rolling up a joint house. anyway, so... Yeah. Dude. You know what? Dude, <laughs> listen. Switch Mariah seats, bro. You're you're the one we're picking on You're now, like dude. a special at Etch Sketch. Listen, I'm about to shake you and erase your memory, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that was, I wanted that, dude. That was beautiful, dude. Oh, my God. Special Ed Edson sketch. Dude, I'll take that to the bank, dude. That was beautiful. Good. I had to stop that verbal assault. I was getting uncomfortable. Oh, dude, I got, I got. I felt like I was back at home. Oh, it was awful. So, yeah, that's what I want to do. I I want to get people to roast me. Okay, guys. Who's your guys' favorite comedians? Oh, well, actually, I got in a fight with well, that Austin guy on the way home about this for the other night from Detroit. My all-time favorite in, I don't know if you guys even know who he is, but his name is Doug Stanhope. Heard of him. He, to me, is like the ultimate stand-up comedian. Like, he has never done, I mean, he used to be on The Man Show, and I think he had like maybe a screenplay for a uh, sitcom, but he never seriously attempted fame. He just always did like 200 people seaters. And would sell his stuff like on like independently from his website, purposely avoiding fame. And I think he's like modern day George Carlin, Bill Hicks. But in terms of like ones you guys would know, Bill Burr, he's to me like yeah. he's like number two, maybe even one A or B. Bill Burr's great. He's good. I like uh, Mitch Hedberg. Was dude, a, was taken a, way before his. Oh, that was so sad. That was dude. He was a one line fucking genius, yeah. dude. He was like, in my opinion, a better Stephen Wright, who was like the original one liner guy. Great in his own right, but Mitch Hedberg took it to like the next level. Add a little more animation and like inflection to it. You know who I like? Obviously, for the Dane Cook is the best. Though. No, I don't. Well, yeah, <laughs> undisputed yeah. champ, Dane Cook, DC. Uh. I don't, Have I don't, you I don't, seen him lately? I don't agree with that. No, I seen him no, at the Palace Auburn not. Hills years ago, no. but it was, it was free. What? And I wasn't impressed. Dave really? Chappelle. The opening acts were Dave better. Chappelle. Wow. Chappelle was shit, I thought. Like, the very first guy was the, the one I liked the most. Do you remember most. who he was? I do not. <sighs> but the Led Zeppelin of comedy is Dave Chappelle. No, I, I, I love Dave Chappelle. I've always... Listen, you I can, think we grew Led up on Zeppelin that shit, has so. the best of everybody. Stop, 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 stop. I will call him the Michael Jordan of comedy, but don't call... Yeah, because you could, dude. He's got the accomplishments. You like him for the, like who he is, and like kind of like the. Because the, I, I think the Chappelle show alone is yeah. The, the, that was genius. Dude. No, but for you sure. can't call somebody. You can but just he's not, go off not the grid for comic, years though. and come back and have a fucking. Dude, I will call him the goat, but I won't say he's my favorite. And that's Led Zeppelin's my favorite band. That's why I struggle with you saying the Led Zeppelin of comedy. Because Led Zeppelin's the best at everything. Yeah, I know. But I, <laughs> I think Michael Jordan's the so greatest. So the fu- so the fuck is Dave fucking Chappelle? He's not the best at everything. He's the okay. Look, he's not the best at any one thing. He's the best at everything. Like he's rounded the, he's off, the, the hardest grinder. <laughs> yeah, because I think that there are certain comedians that come up with more creative premises. Who's your number one? You Doug said, Stanhope. Oh yeah, you're right. And so like I think that his Doug Stanhope. His his his. his, <laughs> his <laughs> I <stick with> that. <laughs> Sorry, I just I didn't mean to like just. He needed it. <laughs> Way to make him feel stupid. It's no, cool. No, keep pounding but, um, on him. But I'm, he uh, on keep show. pounding him. On I my dad's his... show. I think. <laughs> <laughs> on my dad's Don't show. Don't make me shake on you. On my dad's show. Um, I think that Doug Stanhope's like premises are more creative, and I think that they are more imaginative and immersive, and that's what I like about him. But uh, Dave Chappelle, in terms of overall accomplishments, 
just overall funny. He's like a nine in every category as opposed to some people being tens and others and eights in some. Oh, yeah. No, I think just just like content-wise. Well, I don't... Grinding-wise, I oh, guess. Oh, I thought we were talking about just stand-up comics, so... Because the Chappelle show was every day. Yeah, every but it day. wasn't just him. He had a team of writers as well. You're right. That's like, I'm not saying yes, that I agree to take you. away from that. I'm just saying that it's not like... Uh, like if you're talking about grinding every day, look at the show Louis because Louis C.K. writes, yep. acts, directs, produces, and like edits all of it and while right. still doing time for to put together his hour special. You know he doesn't at one hour did he doesn't anymore obviously. Did he get in trouble? He did because you know there's he, a lot of comedians been getting in trouble lately. Dude, a lot of good know, ones. Too. It's because a lot of Chris comedians been grabbing dude, yeah. Didn't he? Isn't he from Detroit area or something too? I hope not. I'm not a I fan. I think he is. I do not care for him. And the I allegations did, do not. I, what'd you call him, Chris Dalla? Chris, I don't know. It's Chris Dalia, dude. It's Chris Dalila, yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> it's Chris know, Dimitri Martin. I haven't heard it. I haven't heard his I told fucking. You, I ain't no shit Dimitri Martin was pretty good too. He's I hilarious. Him. He's one of my favorite one-liners too. But um, if I had like a dream comedy lineup to where it was like three or four com- comics, uh, it would be Doug Stanhope, the headliner, then like Bill Burr, probably like the feature, like the or and he, that could be interchangeable with Louis C.K. too, like. I know that you know that's a hot topic name now, but like I, his comedy speaks for itself. And then like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Kyle Kinane. He's very he's the voice of Comedy Central. Sounds um, real white. He is very white, <laughs> and he addresses that too. Um, he's very funny. He's again very well thought out, very original premises. But um, Dave Chappelle, like I love his stuff, but just in terms of, like, my specific style of comedy, he's not my personal all-time favorite. He's top five, I would say, for me. But And you're wrong. It's okay. <laughs> How do you guys I, you feel know, about Key and Peele? That, <sighs> Bullshit, dude. Come on, Block A. Block A, Block A. Dude, I hate Key and Peele because now every, especially older people who think they're being fucking clever... Will be like, hey, block A, ha ha ha, right? And it's just like, yeah, dude. I did this you. dude's name at work was Aaron, so I'd be like, hey, A A Ron. I can relate to people Sweet. named Aaron because of that, you know. A A Ron, dude, fuck you. I'm a diet Kyle Tyler. That's a diet Kyle, dude. Fuck you. At least you got, you know. I'm, I'm a diet Kyle. Yeah, he's Jeremy. Jeremy? Jeremy. Uh, in this climate, dude. Dude, even, like, my one of my best friends for years, like, for some reason, he, like, wasn't even trying to be rude or anything, but he would call me Jeremy, and it's Jeremy. Jeremy. A but, but, dude, he would just be like, Jeremy, that's come that's on, play. That's just what it looks like. There's a <laughs> girl that went to my school that my sister was friends with, shout out, Helena Davis, that would call me Blank. And she would never say, she'd try to say Blake, and she couldn't. She'd just, like, Blank. Like, stop it. He he had an issue calling you Jake for a little bit there. Yeah, like um, Twice, three dude. minutes. Yeah. Twice. Fuck out of here. Twice that Blake knows him. Come on, Jake. <laughs> Fucking uh, Kyler. Kyler. Oh. That's worse than Diet dude, Jake. T- just like just call me just Kylie. call me to say hey Tyler. I'll be like, oh man, you're right. Yeah. Call me anything but T, bro. And I'll be like, oh. Shout okay. out mom for my shitty name. <laughs> I'm, you know, I actually. I punch holes in the wall and drink monster. I don't even drink monster, dude. You're not Kyle. You know, everyone No, I'm has a diet inner... Kyle. Yeah. You, so you I, drink I, rip I drink it. Rip It. It's like, it's like worse. I punch, I, 
<laughs> I punch holes in. I drink grape nas posters. <laughs> I drink grape nas and I throw rocks at dogs. That's what Tyler's do. You fucking monster, dude. I'll take that back. <laughs> Takashi Shrek Nine over here. I don't, I don't fuck with what'd you say? Takashi Shrek Nine over here. Oh. <laughs> don't talk about Takashi. Fire! That was a good right one, now. dude. That was a good one. That was a Best good rapper. one. Who? Takashi, bro. He's Dude. killing it right now. He's Dude, so good. What is that song? Is it like where he's just yelling, "You're mad, big mad, I'm mad." <laughs> Dude, that song. I'm not gonna lie. It it hit my ears and I didn't hate it. I just hate him. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Dude, you're not the only one. You're not. Obviously, a, I mean, he's getting you're not paid, a fan of that and everyone still hates him. <laughs> you take that. I will stab you with that samurai sword right now. Who, that samurai sword? Well, okay, is name fake. all four nem- members of Led Zeppelin. It's not fake. Cock. Cock. He named. He killed it. I just know John Bonham because I know that he had Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, John Paul Jones, John Bonham. Mm, good job, you got noob. Cool. They're my favorite <laughs> band. First time that I heard Dazed and Confused in Bob's Market House parking lot in 2001 after playing basketball or whatever. I don't remember. That was a quick makeup. No, I was pretty close. This year's probably wrong, but that was the exact like context. I heard Dazed and Confused. It honestly might have been 2004 because I remember it was coming home from playing basketball, and I wasn't really into playing basketball in 2011 or whatever. I was like 12 when I got really into basketball. So that would have been 2013. No, 2003. Man, my math, I graduated at Hudson High School, so that's my math skills Hudson for you. Hudson High School. Where did you graduate? Jefferson. Jefferson. What was your graduating class size? How many people? Fuck, like who knows 300, that? 300, bro. Three, like you three think? or 500. Mine was like 86. Holy shit. Y'all Wait, where's Hudson at, though? Uh, it's right here in Michigan. Oh, it's like right in the middle. It's on the bottom in the middle. I call it the asshole of Michigan because it's right at the bottom, and it's a shitty little town. Uh, yeah. Do you know, uh, like, 127 or M34, US 127? Nah, not, maybe okay, M34. Well, yeah. Do you know Adrian? M30. Yeah. Okay, so if you keep nope. going down. It, well, I didn't ask you, did I? Nope. So keep going down M34, I think. West, I think it's west from Adrian, and you run into Hudson. And it's just a town of 2,200 people. There's a McDonald's and a Marathon gas station. Oh, I know where that. I, yep, okay. It's, I, I, grew, that, I grew up in that town. Like, if you take a right at the stop, or yeah, right at the stoplight from Adrian, you go down two blocks. That's where I grew up. I spent yeah, 10, 12 years there. Um, that's why you're weird. Yeah, man. There's something in the water. And also, the house should now be condemned for black mold because when we left it, it had like awful, awful black mold. But then they just sold it at an auction and moved people uh, in. So, dude, Green mold, I, a lot of apartment mold. complexes have that shit, and that like shit's they toxic. won't even, yeah, they won't even fix it, or they just paint over it and shit. It's crazy. It's so bad. Have you seen Josh's basement? I've been in Josh's basement. I'm glad you, that we have this room is what yeah, I was all I'm saying. You have yeah. mesothelioma. Yeah, I no. think I could be compensated. I need to contact Bernstein and Bernstein. You kill something. Bernstein is just Sam Bernstein, dude. <laughs> There's no Bernstein and Bernstein. It's just one old regular Bernstein. That wasn't right. funny, Mariah. Shut up. Dude, Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. Why do you got to make yourself present? It's just, what? <laughs> What'd you say? Why are you here? Oh, present. Get the fuck out, dude. But you said pregnant. I was like, what? Why do you want to make yourself? You want to make yourself pregnant? <laughs> you want to go ahead and get yourself I know pregnant? A guy, I know a guy that would be a shitty father. What's up, baby? I don't even know. 
Ooh. Ooh, dark. Let's right? Talk about comedy. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so, anyone else in the Dead Dad Club? Ha ha ha. No, my dad's awesome. My dad. Well, mine my was. Thanks. Awesome. What's a Jesus. dad? Oh. <laughs> well. Am I the only one with, with a dad? I've got a dad. <laughs> oh, you guys got daddy issues? I've never had a dad. So yeah, is that just absence of? I'm sensing real know, a lot of daddy issues in this fucking <laughs> podcast room right now. Well, <laughs> my dad was awesome, but you know then, so that's you got a, daddy that's issues, sound. Mariah. Well, she's over well, here. I'm a shitty dad too. <laughs> Saga, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. You, You'll like, have I'm to, a good dad, so that's you all gotta that call me dad. I'm a good dad, too, so hell yeah. You gotta call me good dad. Job, well, you have a dad, so I'm still a good dad. I know, but, I but it. it doesn't count. <laughs> we're, we're navigating this thing on our own. Yeah, you don't got, care, dude. We don't care. We got about no jobs. daddies to ask advice from. Is that weird for you? Like, and this is no, gonna... because like it's like it's not really weird because I just don't even know what it's like. But, like, I think about shit like that. Like, I wonder what it would be like to, like, mm-hmm. have grown up with, like, a man. Hey, and Dad, check this out. I met him, like, maybe three times. Oh. Like, I don't know. No, so and you said, he, hey, Dad. And he overdosed. At least once. Man. So you you no, know I what it's like to he say was. Dad. He would, like, want to talk to me. I didn't even know who he was, and I didn't really want to talk to him on the phone and shit. I can remember. What? Oh my God, and what I don't a mean good to, joke. It's crazy. I don't mean to ask such a personal question, but it's just because, like, you know, we, you know, I don't. Because my dad passed away before care. my daughter was born. So it's like I did have, like, a, you know, a, a father figure. But, like, I don't have him to, like, ask advice from. And so it's like, you know, I was, like, just curious on your perspective. And that is a totally, you know, interesting It was thing, just, like, a whole like, different, like, I don't know. It's just it was normal to me because I didn't know any different. And yeah. honestly, I don't remember, like, when I was a kid or at least when I was younger. I didn't even, like, really think about it mm-hmm. that much. I wasn't like, where is my dad at? Why does other people have dads and I don't? I just... I don't think I gave a shit. Yeah. So I got older. A factor. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that was just all I ever knew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was never around, so. Yeah. That's. Gives you character. Well, shout out to dads who stick around. And what? hell yeah for being and, a good dad also. And shit. And the moms that fucking like, you know, mm-hmm. like my mom never got child support or anything ever and raised me. Never bitched about anything. Did it all on her own. My mom is like the kind of person she doesn't want like anyone's help. Like even like from her own mom. I mean, I'm just saying she didn't get, like, all the shit that, yeah, like, know, moms yeah. get nowadays. That's for sure. She put caplets, yeah. We need and, uh, four we'll, caplets we'll now. We'll throw in Who's a uh, recording of T-Rup's voice and my singing as a natural aphrodisiac. Just oh. play before bed, and you get the juices cooking. Good night, baby. See? Ooh. Ooh, good night. Good night, you syrupy stack of pancakes. Throw that butter on it. Some syrup on it. Mrs. Butterworth no more. Drippy syrup. Sticky, sticky. I grab my fork and my knife. Super sticky, baby. Get it all up in my lid. (laughs) In the crevices. In the fucking crevices, baby. Dude, we need to get a Christmas volume one going before December. Lick the plane. With a warm. Do some Christmas songs. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
without you. Dude, not on my fucking podcast, bro. <laughs> I was trying to you get don't. people wet, dude. You don't just... like uh, Christmas Elvis? Bro. I fucking roast Elvis. Do you want to get roasted, Elvis dude? I'm, well, I'm not Elvis. I hey. Well, dude, you, your impression sucks. Wow. You want him to be wet? You need to tell him what you're wearing. Hey. What you got on your feet? Hey, that girls. Well, it's hey, one for the money. Right. I got my Crocs on. <laughs> Camo Crocs. <laughs> got the black socks. Ooh. Got the Crocs, the black socks, and love. Girl, you want me to come over there? The ladies and love them. Bitches off, cause I. Ooh, <laughs> They're so you know, comfy. You don't know what it's like. <laughs> you don't know what it's like walking in these Crocs all day, baby. Come get these Crocs. Come get my these feet ain't crocs. even crispy yet. Oh, Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Crocs, dude. Uh, and be damned. Watch me walk through the I'll water. Be damned. I feel bad about that. Watch me walk through the water. Rest in peace. Get my socks wet because I got holes Saturated in my laundry. <laughs> hate that shit. Wet it's socks. getting all moldy. This is a monotone, monotone hour with T-Rub. Come drink your tea. Sip on the tea, I'll tell you how I brew it Oh, he give you that tea bag Dip my balls in it Dip <laughs> your balls in it I dip them, dip them deep in it, baby Grab you some biscotti and dip that in that tea And then it fucking makes it smell good Nah, you ain't sugar, honey, your milk person I fucking sound great in this mind Oh, you sound like it do Dude, I'd fuck me you fuck me. I fuck you twice. Josh, if you don't clip this I shit. Fuck you, you <laughs> twice. Fuck you good, baby. Put the lotion in the basket. Smell this. <laughs> Damn. <bro. laughs> smell these balls, baby. He smell vinegary. Did my, did my, look my tongue in your butthole. We're talking kinky. Doesn't digest well in the human digestive tract. What's that in your teeth? <laughs> Did you have broccoli for dinner? <laughs> Did you fart? <laughs> you smell gassy. Why does it smell like that? You have some type of infection. My eye hurts. <laughs> I might have Don't look at me. <laughs> take, take a bite of this. Here's some more food for you. Maybe you might want to brush your teeth later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> take, look over here. I'm afraid to make eye contact. <laughs> look, <laughs> look at these eyes, baby. Why am I getting dizzy? I'm wearing my fuck me Crocs. <laughs> I'll fucking stomp a mud hole in that butthole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop a fucking swamp. You call it swamp T-Rock, oh baby. Cajun as fuck. Mm. Swamp rock T-Rock. Big Sm cock, black sucking crocs. <laughs> Smell like Newport 100s in depression. The corner liquor store. Ooh. Ooh. That was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. You brought me out. You brought me. I was in it, dude. I was I was taking over. I was taking a walk. Down dude, I felt street. like that was 
so I was struggling to keep up. It felt like a really intense game of ping pong dude, where you kept yeah. just tossing it back. I was, I'm like, dude, did you, did, you, did you see me serenading the mic? Because I was feeling it. Oh, dude, I did. It felt like. That could be a segment. <laughs> I was, I'm definitely clipping it. <laughs> I, was, I was making the girls be like, oh, my God. Well, if there are any ladies listening right now, are you, uh, are there, are you down DTF with a TRP? No. No, I'm, 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 I'm. Say DTF for TRP on there. DTF for DTF TRP. DTF for TRP, baby. Hashtag, uh, guess. I don't even know if that's how hashtags work. I'm so out of touch. I'm one step away from just like in my yard DTF. yelling at the sky. If you want to get, <laughs> if you want to get Thursday. disappointed and you want to fucking tell your friends about the terrible night you had, hit me up. <laughs> DTF for TRP. DTF TRP, baby. Um, I will kindly give you the three inches of doom <laughs> in this T-Rep hour. Gonna be monotone. I really like how I sound like this. I need to stop. You almost are gonna fuck yourself, aren't you? Oh, dude. Uh, we need to get. I don't know how Mariah has stayed in that ass. corner the whole time without leaving know, on dude, you. Like she, you're the last chopper out of Vietnam. She's looking at me with a quiver in her eyes. She is. I can see <laughs> it in the reflection uh, in the yeah, mirror. Yeah, I can feel. She looks like she reads tarot cards. Come on, dude. Tarot. <laughs> You know fuck what? Out of here. I used to go to a Christian school. If she showed up looking like that, she would get suspended. Oh, fuck it right now, dude. Look at her, dude. Come on, dude. She looks like somebody. She puts rocks in her pocket to, for a good, to have a good day, dude. She has Come a on. lucky rabbit foot for sure. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's worried about Mercury Metro and being Whoa, in retrograde. Will you jump my car? You look like Ralphie May if he had joined like the Latin Kings. <laughs> That's a nice one, dude. That's a good one. You're doing better and better Thank as it you. progresses. I'm just testing the waters. I don't want to actually yeah, hurt I, your feelings. I want to really make a segment where the motherfuckers get on here and roast me. When you have like a lot of problems going on, and you like you could like talk about it with somebody, but like, what's the point? It doesn't fix your problems, you know? <laughs> well, I'm yes. just like one of those people, so I just keep it to myself type shit. I will counter that's not, that. That's not okay. I was going to say, I will counter that. <laughs> I got that. counselors, dude, for my PTSD. Dude, right. I love it. I've been to counseling. Yeah, I don't know. I've tried counseling a couple times. It's like not for me. Truthfully, that's one of the reasons T-Rip wanted to do a podcast like this is to talk about stuff. the recovery yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of, of things. Oh, yeah. It helps me. It helps me. Just well, talking makes me feel good. I certainly realize that every person is different, and some people are just wired that way to where it's best just to process it internally. However, probably the what, third time that I woke up in the hospital, I was in Georgia, living in Georgia. I was trying to get into a rehab, and a dude told me, this is an old quip from a wise old southern black gentleman, and he said that, you know, you can keep... Everybody has bad shit happen to them. I, I wasn't, long story short, I wasn't able to get into the rehab because I had Michigan insurance and they wouldn't accept me into any Georgia rehabs. So he's like, we're just going to hope for the best. So, but let me tell you about this young man. And um, he's like, you know, we're going to send you out, but just keep in mind, you're going to have to go to some meetings, going to have to find a therapist. That's what you should do. We're not going to keep track. So this isn't actually therapy, but whatever. And um, he's like, you have, everyone encounters bad things and it, you know, there's bad things inside everybody, and whether you want it to or not, eventually it comes out, and you, like it can manifest itself in some bad ways if you don't get it out. Like for me, it was drinking. Obviously, that was how I dealt with like the yuck inside me, and then like you know other the other ways that you can get it out are like you know being for me, it's comedy now. 
That you know, yuck that, is what builds you, though. Yeah. It made you who you are. Right. And I can, but it's like you, me talking about the yuck is what's built me. Because it's like just having right. it inside, it's it's just like with comedy. It's like if you share it with somebody else, it might not be as bad as you think it is. And you might, having somebody relate and have that perspective might help. Like when I was first, very first went to an AA meeting, I was like, I have to be the worst alcoholic in the world. And I went in there and I was like, oh, no, this just is a rule. You were like the fourth worst. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't even that bad, apparently. Um, you know, and obviously it took a while from there to get my, like, ducks in a row. But it's the same, you know, you your experiences, you think that you're the only one having them until you talk about them. And then it's, I think, at least personally, it's nice to relate to somebody else that has gone through something similar. Or at the very least, is just willing to listen, you know. Well, yeah, it's easy to get off your chest. It feels better to get off your chest, dude. Yeah. That's why I like. I guess I'm just selective on who I discuss that type of right. shit. Right. You, you, no, you were fair. taught that men men were supposed to were supposed to compress the shit. Yeah, keep things close to the best. Supposed to just like I mean that I mean like that's Bill what Burr happens. Said. You're not supposed to do that, but that's what Hold happens. Hold it until you explode of a heart attack at fucking push 48. it down. Yeah. Men are supposed to just take care of answers. shit though. We're supposed to just get shit done. Like I cry all the fucking time now, dude. I'm about to cry right now. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that. I'm crying as we speak. I mean, honestly, though, I don't, dude, I, like, rarely ever cry about anything. It's weird now. It's like a, I'm, like, desensitized to a lot of shit. And I don't know, I guess it's because of how I grew up. I'm senti. I'm senti. Like, dude, like, fuck. my mom was, like, awesome and everything, but, like, I just kind of did my own thing, like, all the time. And I was, like, one of those kids, like, I had a lot of friends, but I also would play by myself. I didn't, like, spend time with, like, adults. You know what I mean? I just did my own thing, like, my whole life, basically. Dude. Yeah. We're not real adults. Yeah, I don't feel like a real adult. It's right. kind of crazy. I'm like over 30. But mm. no one doesn't you? seem like it. Old 32. Man. Whoa. Do you I know, he, yeah. Oh. Keith wants to know if you have any comedy advice. Um. Yeah, I guess. Be, um, be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Stand up. No, I would say the biggest thing. J-Rock coming at you. The biggest thing, and this is, <laughs> keep in mind, I've been doing comedy for less than a year, so there are certainly people that are a lot more insightful and a lot more seasoned that would have better advice than me. But the biggest thing is just to honestly just go out and do it. Like, that sounds like such simple advice, but it's so hard to make the transition from I think I'm going to do it to I'm going to an open mic and I'm putting my name on the list and I'm getting up on stage. Like, getting And once two, you do that... Two free drink tickets. Yeah, well, depending on where you are the first time, but yeah, like it, just go up and do it and don't do things that you think people are going to want to hear. Do things you think are funny and then work from there because not everything you think is funny is going to be, but the only way you know is to go out and try it out. There's no other way. There's no other type of profession like that to where you have to be like just thrown into the fire doing it. And not knowing anything about it. There's no orientation or tutorial. There's no how-to video. You just got to get up and talk. And do not... And it's, like, tempting to do this. And before I actually became a comedian, I used to be one of those people that every now and then would put a different comedian's one-liner and not, like, quote them. Don't ever steal jokes. And if you notice that your jokes are close to somebody's, you have to evaluate if it's, like, people perceive that as... I don't know. I'm not far along to where that even far enough along to where that would be a thing. So I guess the biggest advice, yeah, is just get out and do it, and um, do it. Yeah, just 
you're going to probably be afraid. You're going to in you might do well the first few times, but you will bomb every time. Take it with you're a sense. bomb the first time most likely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did bomb and I got just sympathy laughs realistically. Like looking back, the first, uh, the first time he's trying. Yeah, I honestly think that that's what it was because I'm sure that I was just like flying through my stand up and people were just kind of like laughing at the attempt. I'll laugh because he's sober. I don't want him to start drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. They're like, oh, we don't want him to stop at the liquor store yep. on the way home. But yeah, just, you know, be appreciate every laugh. Never take a laugh for granted. Understand that you, you are in control of what you're doing. And so you have no one to blame, but also no one but to, to congratulate but yourself. Um, yeah. And just <laughs> be prepared for feeling like you can't do it and you suck at it a lot for a while. That Blake, just comes with the territory. Because Blake's been doing it for a year and he got booed. No, you didn't get I booed, didn't, did you? I didn't get booed. Your homie got booed. Yeah, yeah, my homie. I'm not, I won't say who specifically yeah. because he's a nice guy. Oh, you guys got murdered, though. I mean, every you, single dude, one. You speak on it like you were there. I was right? there, dude. I was there in spirit. Yeah, you kind of were because you would have been heckling right along with him. You would have been not brand loyal. I'm like, Look at these fucking fools, bro. I'm from, I'm from Michigan, from, yeah, I'm from exactly. Michigan dude. Uh, one of my fears is going to, like, San Quentin prison, like a uh, for real prison. Like I've been to jail and Federal it's like whatever. Prison. Yeah, I'm really scared about that shit too, dude. Because it's like I can throw hands, I know how to defend myself. But if a dude's doing 25 to life and he's been powerlifting 600 pounds for 10 years, if he wants to fuck me, he's going to. I feel like I would. And the do guards a, ain't gonna you, do nothing about I mean, it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if you were going to let you get I mean, fucked, real, real situation. If you like, if he was it like, Yo, what's up, Blake? You're about to get fucked. Would you be like, I'm about to try it. I'm going to try this. Or would you just give it to him? No, I wouldn't just give it to him. I would for sure. Come on, dude. You know what's going to be worse if he's got to rape you. Dude, that's the just thing, be like, though. You know what? Listen, come here. Come here, if fucking I went, I've thought me. about this. I've watched 90 Days In, not like three seasons. I've watched World's Toughest. But, like, I try to mentally prepare myself in case I accidentally murder somebody, you know? And um, I think I could handle this. I'm watching the show. Yeah, you know. And so I... I, I feel like I would take a couple. I wouldn't. I'd be like, this is my best comparison. I'd be like, hold you, you down and he, his whole entire fucking everybody that even thinks he's cool is getting some. Uh, well, you're gonna be a gaping hole. You're gonna be a fucking <laughs> uh, Grand Canyon. I feel like I would be like Andy Dufresne in Shawshank Redemption. It's like I would take a couple licks, probably. Like it wouldn't. I wouldn't walk away unscathed. I'd definitely need some therapy after prison. Dude. But eventually, I would get people, guards, the warden on my side. I'd have my own little gang because I'm witty and Think intellectual. Think about it. Just throw it back a few times, dude. Dude's like, oh my god, dude. Dude, I'm no. done. It's worse I'm being. Done. It's worse being a bitch. Than Come not. fucking here, dude. <laughs> you just put. All right. So then he just passes you off to the next guy because you're a good lay, and he told you oh. about him. And you no. become a hobby for people. No, no. man, they're going to claim you after that. No, That's you're a prison slut, dude. I'm not sure. That, that, My no. Prison, bitch. I, Look at me. Would that be that far off of if, if you were like T Rep grew up and he's a prison slut? You'd be like, oh, all right. We don't, would we talk? Would you be a proud prison slut or like it was, we, it's on the down low? Cause oh, I feel no, like, dude. I'm walking around. Shirt tucked in, you know, saw so like got a little bra on, like, and shit. like uh, like a dude off of uh, Longest Yard, yeah, Longest Yard, yeah. T- t- or no, Tracy Morgan, yeah, Tracy Morgan, dude, just like, dude, 
I don't know. That movie's fucking hilarious. The sour ass Kool Aid on my lips. I like, feel like here, I, dude. <laughs> the sugarless. I feel like if I was in prison, it would be like Andy. Dude. Like that's the best comparison I can. Not exactly, because obviously that's a mo- well book than movie. The Blake Shank Redemption. Like Blake Shank Redemption, um, because nah, <laughs> Blosh, I wouldn't watch it. Blake Shank K Redemption. You wouldn't watch it? No. That's rude. You had me on here. You invited me because uh, you need content because you guys are unoriginal fucks that can't think of your own shit to say. Whoa. Motherfucker. Um, Josh invited you here. Boom. Yeah. Dude, you've been thinking about me I since like, that first show in Ipsy. Don't lie. You're like, crushing on me hard. I mm-hmm. was like, where? I was like, where's Dave? But, well, you know Ooh. what? To be honest, yeah, I did get that vibe. It's uh, like I brought the hot girl around. This is what yeah. it felt like. He I was, was like, this is my friend Dave, and you're just like, what's up, Dave? <laughs> what's up, Dave? How you doing, baby? I did get that vibe. Yeah. I feel like that's you came on too strong. That's why I didn't come today. He's like, ah, you yeah. know. I'm... Oh, first guest, Blake. But where's Dave? Yeah. yeah so <laughs> the guys are kind of a package. Dave. In fact, if you just want to sit in the corner with Mariah. Oh, you dude, if you would get... <laughs> Pull your chair up next to Mariah, dude. Yeah, we don't actually. If you actually just want to sit downstairs, the, the, the mic the broke. Cool. The other mic actually broke. Like, I'm sorry, dude. We yeah. Just, so it wasn't isn't that a mic right there? No, no, no. That's not. That's no. no that's for not the broke. room. That's it's for the room. Broke. Yeah, I get, I got that vibe. That's okay. That's all right. He it's is regional right. comedian Dave Crumbly. It's Dave really, Crumbly, dude. You crumble. You you tremble in the shadow of the regional comedian Dave Crumbly. Well, luckily I'm Cranberry. just a digital comedian T Rup. Yeah, you don't so, exist. So, but I'm here listening. I'm, I'm here talking to you, baby. You know, I didn't know that the uh, doodle pad that Steve used in Blues Clues turned to crystal meth. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> that was a good one, dude. I like that. I keep. Uh, I feel like do you, do I like Crystal any of your friends? Will they be like mad at me for talking shit no, to you? Because no. I know that you do like the I, roast thing. I roast the fuck out of me, dude. That's look like at, my I, third me, decent dude. one. Look at me. I know. Look at me. <laughs> look at me, eyes. Look at me, dude. Do I look like I can jack off? Do I? Um. Exactly, dude. Exactly. I feel like you can, but it's like you yell and then cry no, afterwards. It's, no, dude, you want to know no, the serious? No, I know serious? you can, but it's like 20, It's look. 20 minutes. Really? It's beads of sweat. Wow. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of strenuous. We need to get you a fucking pocket pussy. I don't want. I, I think that's weird. I do too. Shit. Like, who has one of those? That's literally just like. I can get a chubby bunny or snow bunny, whatever you want. Like, um, I I have a pocket pussy. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't buy it. Okay, my girl. Okay. When she after you can't have any coitus after you give birth for like six weeks or something, and she like. A week before she gave birth, she's like, this is for you. And I was like, I don't want this. It looks like... Have you fucked it? (laughs) You do get curious, I will say that. It's not... It's like two... Literally, and I'm not exaggerating, only like two or three times because I do... Do you fuck it? I don't like it. It's it's not... It's not... I I don't... Maybe it's not the best quality. Maybe she didn't shop around. I don't know. It's not a fleshlight. It's like one that came in like a... It's like like Abyss has done a few packs of heroin. You know, you sliced up an elephant's trunk, and that's like it's that it looks like an elephant's truck trunk, and and it has got a hole like one does. Yeah, so I would love to fuck one. Go right there, but show a little fucking respect for me, dude. For you, what? Why? For, like, well, I'm saying like if I wasn't like I would be mad at my girl for giving me a fucking 
pink flashlight, dude? It wasn't a fl- it wasn't even top shelf like that. It was like it was off like brand like the off brand pocket like pussy. You, you got the Meyer brand fucking pocket much. pussy. I got like great big value. Yeah. I hope my none of my family is listening to this or never does. Hey, uh, <laughs> I was raised in a Christian family, so this is a taboo subject in general. Oh, yeah. Not supposed to even touch him. M- maybe they won't even watch know. because we're pretty taboo. Yeah, dude, I was talking about They watch bubbles. almost anything that I come out with. Well, I, I tagged you. Hey, so Grandma. Probably watching. Yeah. Hi, hey, Grandma. Hey, <laughs> Marilyn misses you. <laughs> Dave Crumbly called me a honey, by the way, of the comedy scene. Did he call you a honey? I don't no, think he so. Called, he said that and I look I, like shit. <laughs> he did. He did say that is a direct Dave Crumbly regional comedian quote. Dude, I'm fucking tired. Are you? You want to be done? Can we fucking sign off? Yeah. Yeah. If you want. If your vagina hurts, that's fine. Yeah. 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 It's cool. What? What? Nothing. Nothing. It's cool. Yep. T Rup's tapping out. <laughs> Can't stand the heat. It's fine. He's got to get out of the kitchen. I get it. It is fucking. Too late, and we've been going for three and a half hours. Uh, and follow us on Facebook. Uh, first name Brain, last name Jerk. Instagram Brain Jerk Entertainment Co. Uh, Podbean.com. It's an audio podcast, Brain Jerk Entertainment. YouTube.com. It is Brain Jerk Entertainment Company. See you guys later. And uh, I have to plug is if you want to follow. Any updates on my comedy, any recorded content that is streamed or published in some other way, follow me on Facebook, Blake Woodward in parentheses, Shark Puncher. Um, and that's pretty much it for now. I don't have any shows lined up at the moment. so. But, yeah, follow me on Facebook for any more show updates as they come. Uh, stay safe out there. We sure that you're all wonderful and beautiful people. We love you. And uh, we'll take it back to T for the final outro. Good night. Have a wonderful night. And uh, we love you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.